Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All right, happy Monday. We are live. We are blessed. Thank God for another day. Matt Garland here, NMLS number 58700, but better known as MG the Mortgage Guy. Make sure you guys like, comment, share, subscribe, hit the bell for notifications. Tooks is kind of slow today, but there goes the bell. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Y'all can hear the bell too. And then you already know the vibes. Go to mgbookstore.com, pick up House Hackonomics, pick up the Real Estate Investors Manifesto. Both great reads under 100 pages. Get the information that you need. We got Tooks Productions in the building. Tooks, what's going on, my hello, guy? Hello, hello. How's it going? You know, we're alive and we're blessed. Thank God for another day. And we also have a special guest today. Miss Nicole Purvey is in the building. What up, Nicole? Hey! <laughs> what's up, everybody? Nicole Purvey is in the building, I ladies am and here. gentlemen. You are in Garland Media's headquarters. I am in Garland Media's headquarters. Yes. How you like it, Nicole? I love it. This is a great space. It's cozy. It is cozy. Yes. It's we have great conversations. We had some great conversations. We did. <laughs> on, on that would never see the light of the airwaves. I'm sorry. Ever. I'm sorry, y'all. Ever. We can't. I'm sorry. Y'all oh. on this conversation. The three of us, it was crazy. But. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Shout out to everybody in the YouTube world. Make sure you guys smash that like button. Like I said, throw some gems in the comment for Nicole Purvey, who's also featured on the channel. Every Monday she releases a video. What, is it Monday night? It's or Monday. It's Monday, but I haven't done it for the last two because it was okay. Memorial Day. I know y'all wouldn't have cared. And then I'm here <laughs> with you today. Okay, so this is the this is the Monday video. <laughs> this is the Monday video. Okay, there you have it. But if you go to the playlist, uh, Better Than Success, right? Yes. Right, yeah, yeah. Yep. If you go to the Better to Success playlist, Nicole is dropping gems every Monday except for holidays or when she's in studio with us. Yes. So let me just give you all a little bit of context, right? Because we were actually having this conversation. I give you guys the real estate news on this channel. And I do this as a labor of love because right now we are in a very uncertain economic time. And there's going to be a great wealth transfer like always. Every single solitary recession is just really another name for wealth transfer. And I want to make sure that y'all are on the right side of the wealth transfer. And so in order for you guys to do that, you need to know the news, right? So when 
we hear about wealth transfers happening, like, oh, this person took advantage, and it's like, nah, they just watch the news. <laughs> and so this is why. <laughs> they just, just watch the news? <laughs> they just watch the news, right? Like, I called the fact that home prices were going to drop and we're going to have a slow spring buying season. I called it back in the fall. And, yeah, I would love to say I'm some great soothsayer with a crystal ball, but the reality is I just watch the news, like, <laughs> period, point blank. So that's why I give you guys this information, right? Like, you guys have been working really hard to get information, but y'all still need timely real estate information. Five years ago, you cannot know real estate and news and still make money. That's not what's going on today. You need to know the news. You need to know what's going on with the Fed. You need to know what's going on with inflation. You need to know all that stuff. And that's why I do it. So y'all make sure y'all watch the news. Well said. Thank you. Well said. <laughs> All right. We got a couple topics we're talking about today. Uh, I hope you got your pens and pads ready because uh, Nicole's a teacher. So I'm pretty sure she's going to give you guys some actionable steps here today and break a lot of things down. So let's talk about today's topic. While we was at lunch today, you started telling me about uh, your squatter situation. Right. So what is a squatter for those who may not know what that is? A squatter is someone who lives in a property, a renter who lives in a property and doesn't pay rent. And in probably all states, squatters have rights. Mm -hmm. Right. It will be nice if you're a landlord and someone decides to not pay rent. You can just go change the locks. You can just go and cut the water off. But you can't do it. You have to go through a process. And usually, depending on where you live, the process could take some time. And while you're waiting for the state or the city or the municipality to give you the right to be able to evict this person, guess what? You're going to be paying the mortgage for them. You're going to be paying for their living expenses. Mm -hmm. And so this person is a squatter. Also, too, squatters can also come in a form of not even past renters. You can have a house that's vacant. Someone can break into that house, move in, live there, and they will have rights to live there. And you still have to go through a process to get them out. Mm. So that is what a squatter is. Well said. Yes. Well said. So tell us your story. So the conversation that we had, I was explaining how I literally just wrapped up a six-year journey of investing, rehabbing properties. Um, I am also a general contractor. I rehab my own properties. And at any given moment, I was in three to four rehabs at any time for six years. And so I just refinanced out of my last two. And one of them, the numbers, the deal was not the greatest deal in the world because a eight-month rehab turned into a two-year rehab because I had squatters in the property. And I was just saying, I'm really grateful. I just refinanced out of these last two properties. Right now, I don't have any projects going on. I don't know what's going, what I'm going to do next. Buy apartment buildings, whatever. I have no idea. But I'm taking a beat, but I'm just happy to be out of this project that there were squatters in. And so he's like, what? <laughs> 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 and I was like, yeah. Um, these squatters, like, I really wanted to wring their necks, but we finally got them out. And they essentially just made my life not fun. So here's the thing. I took a risk. I bought properties that four times on four different occasions, I bought properties that had tenants in them. So if you are planning to invest and you want to invest in properties, you want to uh, invest in distressed properties, sometimes you may get a great deal and it's got a tenant in there. And a lot of times the deal is so great because the seller 
wants to get away well, from the tenant. Absolutely. Rather than going through the whole entire eviction process. And so some of you may be thinking like, oh, no, I just won't buy that property. But when you buy properties with tenants in them, you should always factor in what it would take to get them out. And so. So what do you, so what do you mean by that? Okay. Factor in. Yes. Tell me. Yes. We need to know. We need to know. So in Philadelphia, where I invest, it can take anywhere from three to six months. COVID happened. It ended up being a whole entire year. <laughs> you didn't know we didn't know COVID was going to happen, but it could take three to six months to get go through the entire eviction process. So if you buy a property with tenants in it, right, you want to say, hey, let me back into these numbers. You want to factor in your rehab costs. Then you want to say, all right, if I'm using a hard money loan, let me tack on an extra three to six months in interest payments just in case this tenant doesn't want to get out. Plus another $2,500 in eviction costs because you may have to get a lawyer. There are all types of costs associated with that whole entire process. So when I bought each of these four properties, I calculated all of it. Mm. Now, I didn't know this one tenant was going to take a whole entire year to get out. Mm. That was not fun. It was a crazy situation. I don't even know if I told you, but there was a disabled person living in the house. And they were squatting too? The, they were part of the family. I didn't tell you this part. They were part of the family. And when my guys was going there, because when I bought the property, I told them, hey, we're going to do as much as we can around you. Right. While you guys are still living there. And when my guys were going in there, the disabled person was propositioning the guys for. Mm, that's crazy. <laughs> so they called uh, L&I licensing inspections or, you know, child abort, abuse or whatever, because they thought that it was some abuse happening in the house. So it was just like a whole entire nightmare. And on top of the fact that they kept this house so disgusting. Damn. So disgusting. So. Let me just tell y'all this before we go in. I have this saying, right? Some of y'all probably like all the way turned off. Like, yeah, that's why. I, that's why I'm scared to invest now. Some of y'all like checking yourself. That's why I'm scared to invest. Tokes, that's you, what you, you thinking you, too? You thinking that? Um, no. I'm, what I'm thinking about right now is like, do you always account for this? Like you said, three to six months. Every time I buy a property with a tenant in it. Okay. So three to six months of extra hard money loan, extra hard money loan interest payments. Okay. Plus the $2,500 for eviction costs. Now, that's only if there's tenants in it? That, if there's tenants in it. What if there's not and you eventually hope to have a tenant in it? So if it's not, then you're easy breezy. You don't have to add on anything, right? Like you already you put together your construction budget. Right. You, have your, you already know that you're going to pay interest payments if you're using a hard money loan, which we'll get into that in a minute. Right. Um, okay. And you're good. You don't have to worry about that. But, like, I couldn't move my project along because they wouldn't leave. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and let me say this. I couldn't move my project off, not because they wouldn't leave, because if they would have left and been uh, just played nicely, yeah. I could have put them in a hotel or in another one of my places temporarily, but they weren't paying rent was the problem. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big problem. That's a big problem. So here, some of y'all are justifying yourself like that's why it's taking so long for me to get into investing because that's exactly what I'm scared of. Tap in if you're scared of that. Let me know in the chat. Say I'm a little afraid of something like that happening. So I got a little saying I say on my channel. It's better than having a job. Mm. 
Explain that. What, why is this better than... So, hold on. You're dealing with squatters. It's better than having it, a job. It's better than having a job? Yes. Why? I'm just not a job person. I, had, I used to be a bond trader back in the day, sitting at a desk. Just did not work for me. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm a bull in a china shop. Okay. okay. I'm okay. a great employee for two years. And after that, once I start figuring out how things work, and I become a cancer in the organization. Like, what? What is going on? <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 So, so that makes sense. I'm, I'm just, it's just not for me, right? But dealing with tenants, right, and dealing with all of the bad stuff, the worst of the worst stuff that come with dealing with tenants in real estate, for me, is better than having a job. So if you think about it, you go to work, a lot of people go to work eight hours a day, mm -hmm. and you're eight hours a day stressed out. You hate this place. Right. I remember when I had, when I worked in a corporate job, I hated it. Not that the job was bad. Mm -hmm. I just wasn't doing what I was put here to do. And so I felt like I was being tortured. The right. job was great. It just wasn't for me. So when I'm dealing with tenants like this, so I had a whole nightmare for a year. How often did I talk to this tenant for a year? I don't know, maybe once a week, 20 minutes. Yeah. Working eight hours a day, that's torture, versus 20 minutes a week. <laughs> Okay. What would you rather? It's better than a job. It's better than a job. Okay. Okay. So Copy. for those of you who, who are just like really looking for any excuse and I'm and not judging because I've been there. There are things that I do in my career now as a real estate investor that scare me a little bit and I look for excuses. Right. So we all do it. Yeah. So for those of you who are looking for excuses, excuse, I'm telling you it's not like dealing with these crazy tenants and the squatters. It's not, it's, it's better than having a job. So let's just put that into context, okay? But how do you, so my thing with that is like, I kind of agree, but I kind of don't see how, because if you're not going to get paid for a year, like, how is that better than a job? Good question, Tooks. Good question. See, that's not like, I, that was a good fucking, it was a really good question. That was a good question. So see, really he's thinking good. like the, the, a guy who has a job, right? <laughs> and you're thinking like an investor. No, respectfully. Yeah. No, respectfully. I get it. I get it. Great fucking question. He's getting better at this. <laughs> 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 Throw some shit in the comments for two. Two, 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 two. <laughs> All right, good question. Go ahead. Okay, so it's all about long as you up, right? This is not my only investment property, right? Most of you have dreams of leaving your jobs to be an investor. You're not going to leave with one property, right? So mm -hmm. if I got 20 units and one person's not paying, Twenty Better units and one person's not paid. Okay, but that's a yeah. lot of people. That's where you eventually need to get to, right? In order to leave your job, which is not hard. Like a lot of you guys can do this, depending on you know what your situation is. You don't even got to get paid a whole lot of money. You know, you burn. You start off burning one property, turn it into a couple. You do a couple at the same time. Yeah, you can be, you can be retiring in three, four years, three, four, five years. I I have a real estate club. I was actually so I'm. A lot of my members are in Philly. I live in California. I was here. I got here uh, last week and went to a real estate event and ran to a bunch of my members. And one of my members, we were just talking. We were standing in the parking lot talking forever. And they joined, I would say, in 2019, four years ago. So they were just talking about me going toe-to-toe -to -toe with scenarios. I'm like, how many properties you got now? 40? 40? How many did you have when you started? Eight. Oh God! <laughs> I need you to record that for a testimonial. I love that. But I, so I say all to say it's doable. 
And these aren't people that's making trillions and trillions of dollars. So, right. you know, 20 properties and you got one bad tenant, maybe two, maybe I. How long will you think it would take for like, so how much, how much time do you have to account for, for it, for you to be able to uh, be in a position like that to where you have multiple units? I think, I mean, if you get, if you're serious and you're focused, it now depends. Everybody's situation is different, right? right? Depends on your credit, depends on how much access to capital you have. Mm -hmm. It depends on how studious you are, how much networking you're doing, a lot of different things. But I think if you're super focused, just even really digesting stuff on YouTube, you could probably really set yourself up to retire in three to four years. Like retire? Really focus. Yes. I know. So I'll give you another story. I, this wasn't going to be a testimonial to sex. <laughs> but these are real life stories. So we had a member who joined in 2020 during a pandemic, right before I had my son. She joined. Okay. She had one property. She retired from her job maybe a little less than a year ago. She has 20 properties. She was a correction officer. Okay? She's 20 properties. Retired from her job. And she does a couple of other things in real estate. She does some flips, yeah. whatever. She has 20 now. And she did it in two and a half years. Wow. This is a single mother. With a child that just went to college. So let's play devil's advocate here. Because <laughs> I, I can already see the comments on this one. How much money was she working with? Yeah. I would guess. Now, this is what I tell all of my members. You need to start out with access to at least, it depends on what market you're in, but you need to start out with access. I'm going to give you the formula first and I'll give you the number. You need to start out with access to at least a quarter of the average ARV in the area where you want to invest. So if you're like, hey, I really want to invest in, I know we're driving around here, you were like, the properties so are- So like you're talking about a $500,000 house. You need to have access to $100,000. That's fair. Now, that's not the same as having $100,000. You need you to have, have access. access yeah. This could be in the form of business credit, 401Ks. personal loans, 401ks. Yeah. Why 100000 exactly again? So it's rough math. I actually have a video on my YouTube channel um, where I talked about this. But it's rough math, so if you combine that access to that capital with hard money loans, mm-hmm. it'll be enough to get you through closing and get you through your first draw. Okay. And we can talk about hard money loans, but right. we'll it'll be enough answer. to get you through closing, get you through your first draw, and keep you rolling. And then you can just keep moving. Keep moving. There. Keep it moving. Copy. All right, I like that, but I want to get back to this. Squatter. The, the squatter thing. Before, yeah. Before we roll on too far, right? <laughs> because I, I I see where this conversation is going. He got the light bulb coming across his head. Like, let's get back to the squatter. So your squatter, how was you able to get them out? How did you evict them? So it this took a partic- year. What was the what 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 did you do to get them the hell out of there? So this particular instance. So first, I try cash for keys. Cash for keys is when I, when you say, like, hey, as an investor, and a lot of y'all probably going to be super pissed about this. All right, you're already not paying rent for forever. And I say, you know what? I'm going to give you $3,000 to get out of my house. Okay. Yeah. That's like a win-win if you're like a... like A, yeah. like a, a squatter. Right. <laughs> like, well, that's a got free rent. But yeah. it's good for me. I'm, think, I'm looking at it as numbers, right? So, like, hey, my interest... My Harmony loan payment on this property was $1,500 a month. I think it was $1,500 a month. 
So that's two months that I'm saving. I know I'm not going to get you out. The eviction process takes three to six months or it could take longer. It does. The city moves really, really slow with this stuff. The eviction process takes like six months. So if I can get you out in two, I'm saving. Right. Mm, okay. So at first right. I went to them and said, well, first, actually for a couple months, I'm going back and forth with the father. There is adult kids involved with this too. Yeah. And they were really attached to the property because it's the property that all the kids grew up in. They have been renting this place for years. Yeah. And so the kids didn't even know that the parents didn't own it. And then the mom had died and they were like, this is all we have left of our mom. That's fine. Pay. (laughs) I'm okay with that. I would like long-term tenants. Like, fall in love with my house like I've loved my house. I got another couple. They love the house. I love it too. I love you for loving my house. Yeah, I I love that for you. Right. So I don't got a problem, but what y'all not going to do is have me paying for y'all. Like, I don't know y'all, okay? I got family members that I don't pay for to live, okay? Mm -hmm. So, all right. So we went back and forth for months around this. Now, here's the kicker. You cannot evict anybody the legal way without having a rental license, Mm -hmm. okay? In most municipalities, right, you you can't do it without having a rental license. At the time, the wait for a rental license in Philadelphia was some ridiculous, I think the longest I waited was like seven months to get okay. a rental license. Yeah. So you close on a property, even though it might have had a previous rental license with the previous owner, you still got to start the process when you close on a property to start the process to get the rental license. Meanwhile, the tenant not paying, paying rent. <laughs> Guess what? Say it with me. It's still better than having a job. okay okay Okay. so all right so first i was going back and forth with them about it because i didn't want them to have to lose this property like i really was like i was in it with my heart with them so i'm going back and forth with them for a couple months and that didn't work out so then i tried cash for keys and that didn't work out it didn't work out because the he just couldn't find a place i don't know i just got fed up so then i finally was like I gave him a deadline, and then y'all ex- exhausted the deadline. Yeah. So actually, they end up getting less. I convinced them to move out with just I pay for three months of a storage unit. Okay. But this was after a year. Are you allowed to ask them what the issues are, or why they can't get out I the house? I asked them. So was there any reason for like besides the besides he, the... he was out of he was out of work? But it, we're talking okay. at this point like about four adults. Yeah. <laughs> four adults, and the right. rent was like. It wasn't more than $2,000 a month. Mm. So, like, y'all are taking advantage of the system. Y'all taking advantage of me. Where was this at? West Philly. Okay. So, I mean, there's there's jobs, right? You could probably there's jobs. You can work at a part-time. There's programs. There's a million programs that you can get on to okay. have the city, through different programs, pay for your rent, especially during covid this was all during COVID. And they wasn't trying to apply. And I was that? sending all my tenants, even my tenants that had jobs. There was programs like the city put out because they were trying to get the money out real fast. Mm-hmm. They wasn't asking no questions. So I told all my tenants, hey, go sign up. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go. Here go the link. I, as soon as you sign up, because I had to do some stuff too. As soon as you hit the go button, I'm ready waiting with the clicker. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, boo. <laughs> Take advantage. And they wasn't. So it's like. That, that sucks. But guess <laughs> that what? sucks. Better than having a job. job. (laughs) You get it. (laughs) Better than having a job. Yes. Okay. So you went through all the bullshit. Mm -hmm. You finally was able to evict them. Finally able to get them. But 
Here's something, I mean to cut your wisdom off, but something that you said to me that was very interesting at lunch. You said, being the fact that it held up your job, when you purchased the house, you were looking at certain ARV numbers. Mm -hmm. And by the time all of this happened, and I don't think people take this into the equation, so by the time this happened, the market had changed in Philly. So you tell your story on that one. So it's interesting, some years ago, before before inflation and interest rates went up and when probably like 2021 when the real estate market was hot, I had a conversation with somebody on one of our member meetups and they weren't a member, they were speaking. And then I was saying, I was just talking, I was saying something along the lines of like, hey, as real estate investors, we take on, we do take on risk. Like with any investment, we take on risk. And the person was like, I don't, I've been burned for a long time. It's no risk. I'm like, Every time you do a burr, I know at the time, you know, we just came off of a streak of where everything was milk and honey. Mm -hmm. But I don't care who you are, you're taking on risk. Because when you're doing a burr, you are making a statement about where you think interest rates are going to be in nine months. Where you think the real, real estate market is going to be in nine months. And so me and her went back and forth. She was like, I ain't risking nothing. I've been doing this a long time. I said, listen, I used to work on Wall Street when 2009 Lehman Brothers collapsed. The day before, I was issuing com commercial paper at three bips. The next day, I was issuing at 25. Like, I saw how it happened on a drop of a dime. So whatever. I argued with her for a little bit, and then we stopped arguing. But my whole point is, I know what I'm getting into when mm -hmm. I'm doing, when I'm buying a property. And I know my exit strategy is to refinance, for those of you who don't know what Burr is, is to refinance in nine months. I know that I am making a prediction today about where the interest rates are going to be, where the market is going to be in nine months, where interest rates are going to be and where property values are going to be in nine months. Mm -hmm. And I got to be okay with that. If it's there, I got to also be okay with that. If it's not, that's part of the game. Yeah. You got you to gotta put your big boy pants on and take on some risk. It is what it is. So when I bought the property, the ARV would have been 250 and I thought I would be out in nine months. I was not. I didn't realize, I don't think I thought about what the chain reaction would be from the government pumping all the money into the economy, inflation, rising interest rates. I also didn't think it would take me two years to do this simple single family because they were in this property for so long, yeah. okay? so. What ended up happening was by the time when I went to refinance, I just closed on the refinance on Friday. By the time when I went to go and refinance it, the ARV was only two fifteen. Mm. So you went from a two fifty ARV a year plus ago to closing this Friday at a two fifteen. You understand what just, what was just said? No. Do you know what ARV <laughs> is? After renovated value. Correct. Right. So when she purchased the property yeah. a year plus ago, remember, she bought it with the tenants. Mm -hmm. It wasn't paying. They became squatters. Her initial plan was to be in, this, in and out in nine months, meaning purchase, renovate, rent, rehab, refi. Repeat. Repeat. Okay. Basically. That's the burr when she's saying right. burr. Right? So now she didn't get in there in nine months because the squatters held her back. Right. They they blow up her timeline. So this is a bad thing, obviously, then. Yes. Because they went from 250 to 215. To 215. Yes. yes. Okay. This is a terrible thing, but it's a lesson in this. So, number one, 
is, like she said, you always got to plan. If you're buying a property with tenants in it, plan to um, have more of interest payments saved or in your hard money mm-hmm. when you're doing your scope of work. And we'll break that down after right, this, right. how you do that, right? But plan for this because you don't know. People come in, they say they're paying. Sellers are liars. They yeah. just want to get rid of shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That shit happens all the time. And now you get this property and you're expecting, hey, pay me my money, and they're not paid for months. Right. So they kill the timeline. And then in that time frame, the market contracted like it is now. Mm-hmm. Interest rates skyrocketed, inflation skyrocketed. And now you have, in certain markets, values also now came out of standstill because there was no more buyer activity buying at the higher prices anymore because interest rates were higher right. and there's less demand. So now that brings the values coming down to a corrected level. Because so when you, you did it, you was doing your numbers based off the inflated levels. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now yeah. they're coming down to some sort of normalcy. And great thing, Nicole is a great investor because you make money when you what? When you buy, not when you sell. And mm-hmm. I think where we're seeing a lot of investors are making mistakes is they're thinking that these numbers are going to be golden. Mm-hmm. And they're not. And they're, and they're buying too high from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Right? They're buying like at a 65, 70 ARV tops, maxing it out versus trying to get something at a 50, 55 to give yourself a buffer of 10, 15% just in case the market does correct itself. But good thing Nicole purchased properly. Right. And she had enough room to where she was still able now to refinance out of that hard money. Because if not, then her deal would have just blew the fuck up completely. And now she would have the hard... Bringing money to the table. If if the numbers were too high and out of hard money, you can't pay them out. Right. Like, it could be a nightmare. Most people are not built with the capital to um, bring money to the table right. to make a deal work. So just to give you some context, right, just make sure y'all are on the same page about the refinance process. So yeah. what the bank does, after you finish repairing it, the bank says, you go to the bank and say, hey, I want to get a mortgage on this, on this property. Okay. They'll say, okay, we'll give you a mortgage. We're going to appraise it, and we will give you a mortgage for 75% of the appraised value. And you hope that appraised value is what that similar to what the ARV is. And that's only because and that's only because it was a single family at seventy five. Correct, it was a single family. It was right? a single family, but yeah. if it's a multifamily, multifamily sometimes like seventy. Oh, when on, I do my on, multi, on, they still on, let me do seventy five. You're different. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're different. You're, you have multiple deals going. <laughs> like, let's talk about for the people who are doing their first deal. <laughs> Seven. Yeah. <laughs> so these, the bank these... will say the, the bank. The real answer is the bank will say whatever they want. Yeah. They'll say whatever they want to do, okay. whatever they want to say, depending on what's happening in the economy, right? right? So actually, I just now thought about this. This particular, you're right, it is a big thing. So look, right, because the economy it's contracted, this particular bank, they dropped their their cash out refi from 75, but they had been doing it, to 70. Yes. And they said, we only make a special exception for certain properties. <laughs> if the property yeah, yeah. is really looks really good. And so I'm talking to the to the to the rep and I'm like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna uh hope for this. Like let's yeah. hope for this. And they came back and then my other guy, Mark, Mark was like, the last couple I went through, they just been denying him. So just know you're gonna get a seventy. And then the other guy comes back to me, they approved your seventy five <laughs> <laughs> But again, relationships. And you're doing volume. I was. 
you know? So people want that. Yes. We love that. If you're a one-off, it's like, why are we going to make an exception for you? Yeah. Yes. We got to save those for people who can do more business That's the truth, because I do have a couple, I do have a good amount of mortgages with this, but with this lender. Exactly my point. You okay. have, you're paid on time, you're a good customer, you're VIP. So we can make exception for someone like that. But for the everyday person who's doing their first, second deal, they're not going to get that shit. True that. They're going to get 70. So 70, okay? So 70. So the bank says, hey, we will, we will give you a mortgage for 70% of this property, okay? So you have the hard money loan on it, right? You've got that hard money loan. So the difference between whatever the the 70% of the mortgage, the value of the property and your their debt from that hard money loan is your cash out. That's your, your money that you can put in your pocket. Or if it's less than your loan, then that means you got to come to the closing table. Okay, I need examples. Because okay, I'll give you. We're going to keep it real. We're going to base it on a hundred. Let's say the property value in our example is okay. $100,000. Okay. Okay. Let's say your hard money loan, you run through your rehab. Your hard money loan is. Well, you said 70%, no? It, that hasn't. Oh. Okay, I'm listening. I'm listening. <laughs> I'm listening. I'm listening. Let's say your hard money loan in the first example is 60000 The hard money lender financed the acquisition and the rehab, $60,000. That's the debt you have on it. Okay. And then you brought it up to a $100,000 value, right, after you were done repairing it, right? So the bank will say, hey, we will give you a mortgage for 70000 So the oh, 70000 okay. you pay 60 of it, pay your hard money lender off, the 10 you put in your pocket. Mm. If, you are, if, you, if you're really trying to retire, you take the 10 and you put it into your next property. Right? That's the repeat. <laughs> so you put me on on blast. <laughs> <laughs> you put me on blast, Tooks? Okay. That was right. an accident. I hit the button on accident. No, nah, it was no fucking accident. <laughs> oh, he on his phone. I, I told y'all I told y'all was gonna I be on my phone the whole why time. Why would you be coming why would you because be talking I'm, to somebody I'm, on the phone? Because I'm I'm look, Nicole, this is what we do. Okay? <laughs> this is what we do at Gala Media. Let me tell you something. When I was a kid and mom I would have friends over. And my mom would be like, get off the phone. That's rude. It's not rude. It is. No, it's not. What do you guys think? Is, this, yeah, is, is it, it rude that he's on the phone? texting and talking while somebody's talking to you? Yeah, oh, he's been it. doing this since I met him. Since the first day I went into his <laughs> office and sat down and had a conversation, this man was on his phone. Oh, I said, how much, how much, how much your services cost, bro? On the phone typing. I'm like, yeah, it's my first time meeting you, bro. Like, you gonna look at me at least Nigga, once? I'm, <laughs> New York I'm busy, That's bro. This is the New York arrogance. That's I, what that is. I've never met nobody like that. Ever in my life. He's the only person. He's the only person. <laughs> Somebody they said it's rude. It ain't rude. Mind y'all business while I block y'all. <laughs> <It's rude. laughs> I'm gonna block all y'all asses. It's rude. And then my mom right there, Eileen Smith, and her mom. And yes, it is still rude. Yes. <laughs> mom, look, I love you, mom. And thank you for the super chat, mom. <laughs> <laughs> but it ain't rude. I'm, I'm, I'm multitasking. Yeah, that's what it's called. Well, y'all gonna see him texting. So whenever he's texting, I feel like he's getting a little, a little spicy with me. I'm like, oh, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> I can see how rude he is. Okay, carry on. Okay, so all right, so that's a positive example, right? Okay. Let's say, for instance, you do this same exact s scenario, right? But Instead, while you're doing the rehab, the property value dropped from 100000 to 80000 Okay. And you got $60,000 in hard money loan, right? 
So the, when you go to refinance, the bank says, hey, your property's worth 80000 You were like, dang, I thought it was going to be worth 100000 Right. But it's worth 80000 So what's 70 times, so 0.7 times... What's well, 70% of 80? Yeah, what's 70% of 80? <laughs> uh, 60... No, no, that's a, uh, what, I'm get, just guessing off the top of my head. Well, 56. Get, get you got to give the audience... Oh, I'm a, sorry. You got to tell them the is it, is it 56? Too. Really? I think. No. Well, y'all oh, type in chat. Is. What's the Can answer? Y'all tell me what's the answer, please. We're going to wait. Type in chat. <laughs> what's the answer? We're going to wait. Math I don't time. have my phone right here. I would pull my phone out because well, I'm respectful. Why don't you get your phone then? No, I'm attached <laughs> to the bike. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like, wouldn't do that. It's my mom is watching. She said it's rude. <laughs> you know, only because your mom is here. I ain't going to get on my phone for Yo. five I'm, I'm, I'm not going to get on the phone for at least 20 minutes. What oh, time is boy. it? 6.06? Okay. You can't, you, you, you can't do it. <laughs> you can't. I, you know, him without a phone, he's lost. He don't Sherlyn. know what to do. <laughs> Sherlyn said it's 56, oh, it so is 56. I gave a good example. Wow, okay. okay. All right, cool. So it's 56. Okay, so <laughs> the bank is only going to give you a mortgage for 56000 but you got a hard money loan for sixty. So you got uh, $4,000. You got to bring to the closing table. Nice. Guess what, though? It's, it's better still better than having a job. As <laughs> long as you're well capitalized, okay. right? You don't want to have too many. Like, you win some, you lose some. Like, anybody who tell you that they, ain't, that they did every deal and it was perfect and it was sweet, yeah. they lying. You win some, you lose some. You just got to hope that you up overall. And right. I am, so I'm grateful. Yeah, that's stressful. I think the numbers, though, like having that kind of money and, and having to pay that back is where it becomes like a big thing for somebody who's like new to this. You know? And you need to get over it. Yeah, I think that's that's like the biggest thing. You got to get over <laughs> it. You know, I always like to tell people this story. Actually, my mom is here because she can vouch for this story. I always like to tell people this story. When I was 18 years old, um, I got into a car accident. I had a car and... I got into a car accident. It just so happened that I had started working at my first job where I was making money, right? I was selling lingerie at Nordstrom and I was one of the top salespeople in the store, right? It was just like a little gift that was great, right? And so I was making, I don't know, $40,000. This is an 18 year old back in 2002 or something like that, mm -hmm. okay? Whatever, yeah, 2001, something like that. So. I'm just like really, really excited. I got a little, my little checks is like $800, $1,000, you know, whatever. I'm, was I'm rolling. I was lit. So I get into a car accident. Me and my mom, I, had, I get this bright idea. I'm going to go to the auction, right, and get a car. Mm -hmm. So we go to the auction. My mom tells me, don't buy anything. We're just here to look and see what the vibes is like. I saw this Maxima. It was shiny. It was awesome. It was gold. And I couldn't help it. I bid on it at, on the Maxima, okay? So... Afterwards, my mom is like, what? The guy, it would, and you couldn't see him in the driver. He was saying no. <laughs> so they made you put like 25% down, and then you, come, you had 24 hours to come and get the car, okay? So I had to put 25% down. It was $800, right? I was sick to my stomach driving home because the car was a complete limit. It, it didn't even move. What? Didn't even move. So I never forget. I was sitting in my mom's car. It was raining outside, and I remember staring at the raindrops. My stomach, I was, my st I was so sick to my stomach that I had lost $800. This was like, I don't know, maybe five paychecks in, right? Yeah. So I was so sick to my stomach. But the moral of the story is, I spent $800 on Uber Eats last month. So like, you got to realize that, hey, tripping out about 60 grand today is relative.
Tomorrow is nothing to me. Well, depending on what it is, right? It don't matter. Sixty. I, I mean, yes, if you want to be you want to be prudent with your money. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, like, it may make you sick to your stomach to even think about. Hey, I gotta come out. You know, I went over budget by ten thousand. I went yeah. over budget. You know, I'm playing with these large numbers. But the goal is get to a point where it's like, it is what it is. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you can't get stuck in that mindset about 60 grand being a lot because the whole point is so that in five years, you spending 60 grand mm-hmm. on, I don't know, sneakers. I don't know. What do people spend, stupid things people spend money on? That's what I was thinking, 60 pants. Oh, oh, that's easy. That's my car right there, actually. Nah, that's a watch. Oh, uh, well. <laughs> a watch? Yeah, it's a watch. Yeah. So you can't, yeah. the number is, is relative. It's, it does, like, it's, whatever fear you have about the number is something you're making up is my whole point. True. I agree. This is I something agree. you're making up. Mm-hmm. And it's a limitation you're putting on yourself for no reason. It came from somewhere, you made up the limitation, and it's there. I agree with that. I agree with that. <laughs> no, nah, because nah, I'm ready. To, I'm ready to talk some shit. Cause I yeah. agree with that. Like, I, I really agree with that. Because motherfuckers be thinking about a little bit of money. Like I even said this last week in my rant. I was like, "Yo, you got to make it to where if you can't afford something right now, how do you make more money? Mm-hmm. Right? If you can't, oh, the mortgage payment's too high. Well, how do you get to a point where you like, yo, four grand mortgage that ain't nothing. There's nothing. Five k mortgage. Eh. We ate that last month, right? Like." How do you get your mentality to get to that mindset? You can't be, you like what they say, penny wise or some shit like that. Penny wise, penny foolish, some shit they say. Mm-hmm. Some saying I can't remember how to say it, so I, I don't want to butcher it. But like, you can't be counting your pennies too much. Like, mm-hmm. if you invest, yeah. then you gotta invest. If you, because it's a risk. So yeah, you're not gonna win all the time. You're gonna take L's. Yeah. Like shit, the Connecticut property. I owned it almost two years. I just got the first tenant in there. So for these two years, you've just been paying the payments. Yes. Yes. Payments, utilities, maintenance of the house, property manager. Yeah. Every single month. Eviction fees times three because it's a three unit. So. Oh, it was squatters in all all three? Oh, it was was a nightmare. Oh, my goodness. Nobody was paying. (laughs) They had a whole union going on. (laughs) (laughs) No one was paying and, and they wrecked. Every unit. Mm. So now that's a 90K bill. Yeah. Had to pay that. Right? Like, all of this shit is part of the business. So you deal with it. I'm not going to cry over spilled milk. I'm going to say, okay. Thank God for reserves. Right. Thank God. Don't be house rich and cash poor. It's what we talk about all the time on the channel. It's like it's part of the business. And I think most people come into this business thinking they're going to, like, have $200,000 and shit like that, and they want to skyrocket to this. Nah, dude, get your first one. Yeah. Get one first. Go through the process. Then go through it again. Learn from what you didn't know from the last one. Because, look, you could be on Better Than Success, YouTube. You could be part of her, her community. You could be part of my communities. You can learn from the YouTube, the Rants and Gems, and all this stuff from all your favorite real estate people. But until you go out there and actually go through a mortgage process, mm-hmm. until you actually go out there and get pre-approved and go out there and bid on homes and now get inspections done, get scope of works, 
go through the underwriting process, yeah. close on the deal, rehab the deal, go through your first draw, understand what that process is like, right? Have a mistake come up or issue come up, and then you have to deal with it. You're not. There's nothing you can learn from folks like me and Nicole. You can't learn that shit. Like we were talking about, even like I was like, she was like, "Yo, what you want to do next in real estate?" I'm like, "Yo, I'm really getting the development bug right now. I want to build, I, and I'm practicing with my own house." And she's like, "You ain't got nobody you calling every week, and this, that, and the third. You ain't got the mentor." I'm like, "Well, I have people I can call, but I'm really trying to learn on my own." And yeah. when I need the people I know who build that scale, I'll call them. But for the most part, everything I'm doing on my own. Why? Because I want to go through the experience so I can gain more knowledge. Simple. Mm -hmm. But I'm at a different mindset in my real estate career where I know I can do that without a mentor, like official mentor, yeah. because I have relationships. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Not most people can do that. So that's why Nicole preaches mentorship. I preach mentorship. And that's why you see anybody who's doing business and real estate, whether you're financing, you're investing, you're flipping, whatever it is, most people are saying mentorship. And it's not just a money grab for the most part, I would say. There are some people who are out here money grabbing, right? Mm -hmm. And not delivering what they say they're going to deliver. But when folks like Nicole or myself are saying, it's like, no, we're trying to really help you get to the promised land without um, making expensive mistakes. Mm -hmm. Because the money that you might... Yeah, there we go. Pennywise, Penny dollar foolish. foolish. Thank you, the broke genius. Broke genius. Put that on the screen, Tooks. Everybody, that word broke no more, broke genius. Everybody, type Oops. that in chat. No, no, not the sixty k, nigga. No, no. <laughs> that one. Yeah, <laughs> Pennywise, dollar foolish. Right. Everybody, don't be Pennywise and dollar dollar foolish. So if you got to pay to be a part of a community, if you got to pay to get mentorship. If you haven't done your first deal, even if you got two or three deals under your belt and you still learning. That means you haven't learned everything you need to learn. You need help. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Don't be penny wise and pound, dollar foolish. You got to go hire somebody to help you get through those processes. Make your life easy. Amen. You like that, Nicole? Make your life easy? And make it. I do. I like making my life. <laughs> penny wise, dollar foolish. Everybody type that in chat, please. Penny wise, <laughs> dollar foolish. Don't be penny wise, dollar foolish. I like that message. That's a good message. I feel that message in my soul right now. I know we're supposed to talk about other shit, but this message is kind of like. No, it was relative to the topic. It wasn't a, you know. What, what's this on the screen? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> they don't see that. They don't see that. <laughs> I see it. It just distracted me. It's like covering my face. Pause. Oh, my oh, goodness. It's, your Apple Watch. <laughs> it's my Apple Watch. Oh, I forgot I got this stupid thing on. You're wearing your Apple Watch today. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I try not to wear the Rolexes. This guy clowned me for wearing mine. I didn't clown you. You clown me. Why would I clown you for wearing an Apple Watch and I wear an Apple Watch Because you said that's not something you wear outside. No, it's not. I normally no, don't. Are you wearing it outside today? Yeah. I don't know why. Anyways. <laughs> that was off topic, Tooks. <laughs> that was off topic. Stay on was. topic, Tooks. <laughs> All right. Pennywise, Dollar Foolish. I like that message. All right. We, so we, we, we go with this segment of this video about the eviction and everything like that because I think we've been on this for like an hour. Yeah, well, yeah. I do want to say this. I, I, out of the four times I bought properties with tenants in them, I did have one that that particular tenant is actually my favorite tenant. So you can you can look up. You just got to make sure. It's not, a bad, it's not a bad investment. You just have to factor the numbers in. That's it. That's really the story. If, it, if it's a tenant in there and you don't factor in a couple extra months of interest payments plus 
what it costs in your municipality to evict someone, don't do it. If it if it don't once you factor that in and the numbers don't make sense, move on to the next. All right, so that's a great segue yeah. to move into hard money, mm -hmm. right? Because you're talking about factoring this into a hard money loan. How do you do this, right? Because most people are not probably really clear on what you mean. How can you factor in a couple months of this, a couple mm -hmm. months of that, into that? Are you putting it into your scope of work? I mean, yeah, I, 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 know, I, would, I know the answers, but... I would just yeah. add it on to my scope of work. Like, you're, you okay. have your scope of work, you have your budget. I would just add it in. Like, I have a spreadsheet. It's very simple. It's not anything complex. Um... Dang, I wish I remembered the URL where it is right now. I'll give it to you too, so you can put it in the, um, okay. and you guys can get the spreadsheet. But um, it, it's really super simple, right? So like you take, I'm sure you guys know, some of you may know the 70% rule. Like in order to qualify a deal as a good deal or not, you want to be all in at 75% or 70% of the ARV. If you're really aggressive right now, honestly, because home values are dropping to factor into the equation that home values are dropping and interest rates could possibly go up even higher, you might want to be all in at 60, 65% of the ARV right now. I'll probably say 60. 60. Okay. That's yeah. fair. 60% of the ARV. What does that mean? Your holding costs, your eviction costs, your acquisition, your construction, all those numbers need, everything needs to be 60% or less of the current after repair value. If you have a deal like that, then you're golden. Granted, we don't know what's gonna happen in these next couple months, but I would do a deal. If someone brought a deal to me right now that was 60% of ARV, I'm scooping it up. Fight me for it. Fight you for it. Fight me. That's I can fight, deal. I think. <laughs> that didn't even sound believable. <laughs> I can talk a good talk. That I can talk you out of wanting to fight me. Yeah. I can talk you out of wanting to fight me. I will oh, trash man. talk you so much. That was funny. You'd be like, I was scared of her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out to Herman in the, in the check in. Um, What's up, Herman? Wait, uh, can, I, can I get an example? At least one more. Yeah. Let's do yeah. some math. Everybody yeah. get your calculators out. Just yes. so I, that's the best way for me. Let's to break know. down this ARV, Nicole. Give them some math homework. All right, so let's do a, another example. The property is 200. All right, let's do this, this example. Okay. You found a property at 123 Main Street. It looks great. Looks like it's easy, so on and so forth. Okay. The wholesalers who's selling it, they say, um, hey, I got this great property, and I'm selling it for, um, let's say $80,000. Selling it okay. for $80,000. You go, you go on to uh, PropStream. If y'all don't have PropStream, go to betterthansuccess.com forward slash PropStream. <laughs> <laughs> you pull up the ARV and you see the ARV is $200,000. And you're like, okay, you know, let's see, let's see what's going on with this property. So uh, that was one of my questions too. How do you determine that number? So what you do is you look at comps properties that are with it depends on where you are okay. if you're in a very densely populated area like here yeah. or like philly you don't really want to go out more than 0.2 miles okay if you have something like the last couple of the deals that i did it was properties that was sold within a year or on the same block okay right very right. densely populated areas gonna be a lot of turnover a right. lot of traffic a lot of things going on so Comps are properties that were sold very close by, within a year, mm -hmm. similar amenities. Three bedrooms, one bathroom, you need to look, it needs to all kind of align Looks up. Looks similar to what you, to what you yeah. okay, right. 
as close as possible. Okay. Okay. So you want to find three, take the average of that. That's your ARV. Now you need to also look at the quality of what's going on there, right? Maybe another one is distressed. You want to make sure, like, you see an outlier. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, this one was sold for two twenty. This was sold for, you know, one ninety five, and then this one was sold for. 115, right. that's an outlier. That's probably a distressed property, okay? Okay. Or you see one that's like 300,000, that's probably new construction. That's an outlier. Don't even look mm, at that, okay? Okay, got it. So as you, as you go through time, you get, You'll get, you get better and better it. at it. Um, so you saw, you looked it up, you saw the ARV is, is 200, Okay. right? And so you, now you're like, okay, now I got to figure out what is my construction cost, okay? Right. Now there are a couple ways you can do this. The quick and dirty way in order to pre-qualify a deal is to say, I would say, and it depends on where you are, I would say $90 a square foot. Okay. You like that. Ah! <laughs> $90 a square foot. It depends on where you are. It depends on, it depends on a lot of factors, but it's quick and dirty. And I say pre-qualifies because... You don't know, really know what's going on in there just yet, right? You're looking at, you, a wholesaler sent you a link. You're looking at pictures. Yeah. Right? So you're just trying to figure out, is this deal worth my time? Worth Even it, right. have a contractor going to look at it, okay? So you're like, oh, you know, $90 a square foot, and you looking at it, and you think it's going to be a complete rehab. That's for a complete rehab, right? right. Full gut, okay? So let's say this house is, um, 900 square feet. It's a little tiny little sucker. Okay. <laughs> so $90 a square feet, $90 per square feet times 900 is what? Are we looking for the chat to answer this? Look <laughs> at the calculator, son. And the chat. So what's the, what's the math equation again? Tell me one more time. 90, 90 times what? 90 times 900. 90 times 900. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Type it in chat. chat. Type in chat. What's the answer? Dun, dun, dun. There we go. 81,000. Did, did you 81, get 81,000? Yeah, I did. 81,000. I'm glad I had that number all wrong. I used to be so good at math. <laughs> That's what being 40 will do to you. Anyways. Nah, don't blame that shit on 40. <laughs> 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 don't put that on. Uh-uh. I ain't going to allow you to do that one. Uh-uh. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so, okay, so your construction budget is 81000 This is pre-qualifying. Okay. The wholesaler wants eighty. okay? The ARV is 200 Remember, this is pre-qualifying. You got to be all in. We said 60%. You got to mm -hmm. be all in at 60%. Oh, this is a great example because it's going to be a great lesson for you. <laughs> we said 60%. So 80 plus 81 is how much? You said 80 plus what? 80 for the acquisition. Right. Plus 81,000 mm -hmm. for the for rehab. The, for the rehab. Mm -hmm. I do know this number. <laughs> 161, right? Yeah. Oh, right. I was waiting for chat. Oh. That's oh, <laughs> okay. We got it. We got it. Okay. So remember, Follow you, you got to be Follow all along, in. Guys. You got to be all in at 60% of the ARV with 60% of 200,000. Type in chat was sixty percent of two hundred thousand. Type in chat. Two hundred thousand. Two hundred 
Definitely need some Jeopardy to like five. Dude, I mean, you, 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 you got to put, put the music on. I don't on. know if it's copyright, but. All right, uh, Mark already said that's not a good deal. <laughs> Hold on, Mark. Okay. 120. Right. 120. 120. So you all in at 161, but based on our math, as well, 161 is well over 120. Mm -hmm. So, is this a good deal or a bad deal? Uh, I'm assuming it's a bad deal. Okay. Yeah. What would you do? Why is it a bad deal? Because you, um, I can't reinstate the numbers, but it was, what are we all in at? 161. And, yeah, so we are $40,000 over. Over. Over right, the parameters right. we set for ourselves. Okay, what would you do? Um... What do you mean? What would you do? Like, so you, the whole yeah. seller sent you the numbers, what, and you like... What would you do? He sent you the deal, yeah. and then you go in the account in the corner, you do your... He waiting on the text. Okay. On it. So okay. what would you say? He's like, hey, bro, what's up? What would you say? Uh, I mean, we're not doing a deal, right? You say, nah, yeah, nah. I'm good. Or... or or, 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 wait, or, hold on. Okay, there's an or. There's an or. Not something. Or. The, the options here are probably to somehow lower cost of something, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So I would probably try to get the cost of construction down. No? Not right now. Not in 2023. Where's the ant button? Wait, wrong. What else can we get? Okay. So what else? There's only two things. So the two things acquisition, rehab. What are you going to try to lower? Um, type in chat. What are you lowering? Well, how do you, how do you acquisition lower? or rehab? What are you lowering? But wouldn't rehab count as that though? That's what I was saying. No. Okay. You, your your cost is fixed on the construction. Okay. So Maybe you save a couple dollars here or there. Yeah, but not like forty thousand dollars. Exactly. Not in twenty twenty three. Not in twenty twenty three. So what else do you have to negotiate with? The value of the house. No, not or, the value. The or acquisition the price. Acquisition price, right. You make money in real estate when? When you buy real estate. Exactly. Right. Okay. So here's the thing, right? So you go back, you say, bro, sorry, I could do it for 40. Now, <laughs> chances are you probably won't get it. That's a big steep. That's a, yeah, that's but pretty. But you might. You might. You never know. So this is why me and Matt were having this conversation earlier right. too, right? This is why it's important to watch the news, especially if you're a wholesaler right now, mm -hmm. because savvy investors, smart investors, the ones the ones that you want to have if you're a wholesaler, the ones that you want to have long-term relationships with, the ones that's going to keep by, yeah. they're watching news. They know what's going on. They know their numbers. They're airtight. So when you go and sit on the couch and talk to Miss Greta about selling her property, you need to not be thinking about today's numbers. You need to be thinking about, hey, I watched the news. I see what's going to happen. When I talk to my favorite investor, mm -hmm. they're going to be looking at, they know that this, these values are going to be dropping. Right. So, Ms. Greta, I know you think your house is worth this, but this is what's happening. So you need to be getting these, num getting these deals at the low low so that when my favorite investor comes, counters me back, I got room enough in the deal that we can do it. But these wholesalers, they ain't get the memo yet. They still out here putting properties out at 2021 numbers. Mm. It's 2023. This is a new day. Yeah. Yesterday's price is not today's price. I agree. Okay. <laughs> I agree. Now, if you are someone who is a um, 
in construction or something like that, yes, you can probably save yourself some dollars on the rehab. Like me, I'm a GC. Well, right. you, you say some dollars. How much? How, what's some depends, dollars in this kind of right? situation? You might be able to cut labor costs here and there. You might be able to get materials cheaper here and there because you okay. have certain relationships and stuff like that because you're doing volume, right? Right. Plus, too, if, you work, if you're working with a general contractor, right, like most people are going to be working with a general contractor, Yeah. chances are the general contractor, they sub everything out, and then they probably tack on 20%. So yeah. You mm. probably, if you're, if you are a general contractor, somebody said that they're a handyman, the broke genius. Broke genius said he's a handyman, he can do stuff. So broke genius, if you are also a general contractor, you might be yeah. able to save twenty percent on that rehab budget. Might. Okay. I'm a general contractor. I have, I always used to work with uh, project managers anyway. But like, if I really wanted to get busy down and dirty, like my girl Julia, she's on here. Julia, get busy. Shout out to Julia. Shout out to Julia, brick house builders. Um, she, she get busy. Worst come to worst, she, Julie will get in there and be, she got all type of pictures. Look, you see yeah, these? Yeah, I, I, I'm I, not. <laughs> 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 but again, you can cut some costs there and there, but the bottom line is you make money in real estate when you buy, not when you sell. Okay. And where people are making mistakes right now, especially when they're taking hard money loans out, they're looking at today's ARVs and hoping they're going to be tomorrow's ARVs. Right. Appreciation is not 20%. Those were unicorn years. 20%, 25%, 30%. Right now, the average, and over the last, I think, 60 years, I think the average home has appreciated 4% annually over the last 60 years, somewhere around there. So you got to really think about when you see even 8%, that's fucking high. Mm -hmm. That's like a home run year if real estate, but the pandemic a.k.a. the pandemic, was just so unicorn where you mm -hmm. saw 25, 30, 40% in some markets go crazy where I think a lot of people getting into the game are still thinking that's normal and right. it's not. Right now, you got to look at especially certain, certain markets. Like Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. 
Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Like Midwest markets, you're talking about 1% to 3% is like average appreciation in these markets. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. when you're getting into any deal right now, you have to be paying attention to the local news in the market, mm-hmm. not the national. Remember, Real estate is local. Mm. Yeah. It's not national. So when you hear, like when we speak about any headlines or any time Nicole's on her um, news reports, that's national. Yeah. That doesn't mean that's happening in XYZ County in America. That county could be upside down. Mm-hmm. You know okay. what I'm saying? I didn't know that. And you do see that. There's certain pockets of America right now, not a lot, yeah. but there's a handful where it's like they're negative equity right now. But some markets, like if you look at Georgia, or my, I mean Atlanta or Miami, these cities are like still 10%, 15% up year to date, which is still abnormal. Yeah. But regular markets are going to go to, and I think every market is going to be back down to like that 2 to 5 6% mark yeah. of appreciation. So that's why your numbers have to be spot on when you're buying, especially if you're trying to get uh, do a burn, you're using hard money, because these people want their money rain, sleet, hell, snow. Mm-hmm. They want their money. They do, and they I, will foreclose on your ass. They do. I, and my my lender, they were so patient with me. They understood because that loan was only supposed to be for a year, and they 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 was they didn't but, complain. But again, because of your reputation, yes, you, I know. You, like it's different though when you are seasoned. But here's the thing, though. I, this I'm glad you said that. Well, first of all, before we go into it, somebody made a comment and said, "What they said? They said." MG, you have to keep her on. You guys work well together. Just want to let you know somebody said that in the shit. Put that on the screen. <laughs> put, the, put that on the screen. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, y'all need, to go, y'all, y'all need to go watch her videos. <laughs> better, better success on the channel. It's a whole playlist. Go watch them. And that's why she's here. See, I told you this was better than doing Ranta Gems. <laughs> I, I told you. I'm here for whatever you want to do. Man. I'm trying to tell you, man. You got to listen to me, man. But look, though, this is what I want to say. We keep talking about my relationship, right? And this goes right into what you were saying about knowing what's happening locally, right? Mm-hmm. My relationships are my relationships for a number of reasons. Like, I run the largest real estate club in Philadelphia. I used to do Philly Real Estate Week. But it's all because I'm connected locally. So if you're going to be a real estate investor, it is massively important, especially for those of you who want to go off into the moon and like be a big time developer, it is massively important for you to know your local politicians. Know them. They are not celebrities. They are here to serve you. A lot of the city council is usually, really the power in most cities is in city council. City council people have 
a lot of times a local office that you can go into and they have hours when they're there. Yeah. Go to city council meetings, go to fundraisers. Even if you don't get involved politically, just know when stuff is happening in, in Philadelphia, I live in California. When stuff is happening on a docket, a city council, I get calls from city council members mm. because I know them well. So it's important for you to be involved if you're going to be a real estate investor. It's important for you to be involved politically because you need to know what's going on and you need to understand how your city works. For those of you who want to do multi multifamilies, getting zoning changed, that's all local government. The local government impacts your life more than the federal government could ever. So keep that in mind. You ain't got to be a politician. Just know them. Go to the parties, go to the meetings, go to the community. You, I'll tell you one of the most entertaining things. Instead of watching TV, go to a community uh, meeting for a local city council district. It is a blast. They be arguing, they be yelling. There's a it's lot a of blast. viral videos of a lot of these meetings that people go to Listen, sometimes. Listen, you a know that guy in Detroit content. that be talking about uh, handkerchief head Negroes? <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine if he was there. Those meetings are free for the public. Yeah. They're, most of the times they are really entertaining. <laughs> no, there's a lot of viral. There's a lot of viral sound clips from some of those meetings too. Have a blast. Yeah. But just go. Know have the politicians know who you are because when it's time for you to do your big job, your big development project, mm -hmm. which could come sooner than later, when you get site control of this plot of land and it's zoned single family, like yo, I really would love to put a multifamily here. Guess who? Guess who you can call and find out what's possible. Your local politician. You know, like yeah. I got site control. I'm thinking of a specific example. I got site control of this area that I wanted to do a multifamily develop, ground up development on. And guess what? It was nothing for me to pick up a phone and call the local city council person. And they told me like, nah, <laughs> this is not going to pass in the neighborhood. Now, granted, could I have fought that and really had hopes? But it was like, nah, it's not worth it to me. So, yeah. you know, after having that conversation. So if someone's investing as an out-of-state investor, how do they nourish and build these relationships with um, the councilmen or women in these areas that they're looking to invest? I mean, it really, you just have to plan some trips and go. Just be in a building. Just be, be in, in a building. You, and, and then you can just, like, a lot of stuff is public. Yeah. So, like, especially city council meetings, like, if you are an out-of-state out of investor, you know, plan a trip, take off a day or two, plan a trip, oh, city council meet every first and third Thursday, Go to the meeting, be friendly. Some of you introverts, that's hard. You just gonna have to be do an alter ego real quick. <laughs> Start shaking some hands, have an out of body experience, just so you can get to know some people. But a lot of the stuff is public right on the website that you can go to and find out where people are meeting. And then once people start knowing you, then they start inviting you to stuff. Meet somebody, a city council person that you like a lot. Next time they're up for re-election, contribute fifty dollars, contribute a hundred dollars, contribute twenty five. Now you're on the email list. It's really not hard. Their job, it's their job to be friends with you. That's their job. But a lot of people, like, make it so intimidating. Mm -hmm. But they want to be friends with you. Because a lot of times, like, this is a popularity contest, contest anyway. Huh. You know? Hmm. Big gems. Big gems. We need some more likes on this, on this video right now. It's like 200 and something plus of y'all watching this live. Drop some gems in the comments for Nicole, please. And like this video because this was a great, great segment. How long have we been doing this for, Tokes? 
Um, one hour and seven minutes. Okay, great, great. So we get, we're making good time. Let's talk about since I, I brought up out of state investing. Let's talk about out of state investing, doing your burrs, and managing construction project now. Mm-hmm. How do we do this, Nicole? Because you was in California. Well, you live in California right now, and you invest in Philly. And you had, what you said, six of them running right now? Uh, anywhere between three and four. Three Most and I four. had four at the, at the same time. And you managed this all the way from sunny California. Mm-hmm. How did you do this? So um, before I tell you how I did it, I'm going to tell you the story of how I even discovered this whole process, which is called contactless construction process. You know who gave it that name? Who's that? Uh, Julian. Julian Gordon? Yes, he said so he came, he was visiting, I know, he's visiting me in L.A., came out to L.A. and we were hanging out, and he was just like, how are you doing this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, yes, I don't know, I, I had no choice. So when COVID happened, I was pregnant. I didn't get pregnant during COVID, but I got, I was pregnant before COVID, COVID happened, I was pregnant, and I was running four rehabs. And at the time, I was doing it like how most people do, you go and run around to your rehabs every day. And then you all remember how scared we were to go outside. I was like, I'm a pregnant lady. I can't go outside. (laughs) And so I had my crews and I was just like, hey, guys, um, (laughs) I can't. And they were like, don't worry. And then I started putting systems in place for me to manage things as best I could remotely. And then once I realized, like, I don't got to be here, then I don't got to be here. So then I moved. I had lived in L.A. before and I had been trying to get back, but I kept doing things that I thought I needed to be doing in Mm. Philly. And so I moved back. um, And during COVID, through the last months of my pregnancy, while my child was an infant, I bought more and rehabbed more properties than I did when I was home. Mm. Crazy, right? Interesting. So, um... So the systems that I needed to have in place was, uh, even though I was a general contractor, I hired a project manager for all my my properties. Project manager usually costs about 10% of the construction budget, okay? okay? Um, Here's the thing, most people have jobs, you can afford it. (laughs) If you have a job, (laughs) just chalk it up, it is what it is. You can afford it. You can afford it. Um, my favorite part of this whole equation that I figured out was this person I call them the boots on the ground, right? And your boots on the ground person is the person that's going to be handle all the unskilled labor stuff. So this is not your project manager or your general contractor. This is someone who's familiar with real estate, yeah. but doesn't know how to do anything. The perfect person for this, this person is a dime a dozen, is your average real estate agent. Now, most of you like, oh, I could hire Kiana. She could be my boots on the ground. No, she can't. (laughs) So you're not going to hire your top producer. producer. Yeah. You're going to find the average agent. The average agent sells what? One property a year? If that. If that. Right. So most agents are closing to closing. They're going closing to closing. Right. If you were an agent, would you not love to have a responsibility where you go and check up on some, in between showings, you go and check up on somebody's rehab and you get front row experience being taught? Most agents would do that all day, every day, right? Yeah. And it helps stabilize their income. So... And how much do you pay them? So depending on what you pay them, but I anywhere from $100 to $200 per favor, maybe sometimes even 50 And you call it a favor? I, I mean... A, Task. I don't want to say task because agents are bougie. They don't work for anybody. 
I don't get paid to do tasks. <laughs> <laughs> so you gotta you gotta phrase it right. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm an agent. I know I only okay. sold one bill last year, but I'm an agent. <laughs> so fifty to two hundred dollars per favor, depending on what it is. Oh. <laughs> Depending on what it is, right? She is hot, man. <laughs> it is hot. <laughs> All right, y'all focusing on the wrong thing. Okay, fifty to two hundred dollars per favor. So, like, okay, hey, I want you to go look at this property for me. Um, I am not sure. I, you know, I ran the numbers on it. I'm out of state. I ran the numbers on it. Remember how we did the seventy, per, the sixty percent rule deal? The numbers look great. I want you to go look at it to make sure, because you know sometimes these wholesalers be taking pictures from angles. I need you to go take a look at it. Okay, cool. Can you can you run and look at this property and take some really good pictures for me? Fifty dollars. What agent wouldn't do that? If I'm an agent, if I'm a new and upcoming agent, would I not do that? Maybe a hundred dollars. Yeah. And I'm telling you, it's not hard to find this person. Okay. Hey, I'm running a rehab. I need you to go and check my project manager sent me some pictures. I need you to just go and check because project managers and GCs will hit them angles. Okay, I've gotten angles hit on me many a times. But I had my boots on the ground person go and they see things that they didn't show me. Okay, 100 bucks, 50 bucks, sure. Especially if you got them like in the rotation, it can be a lot less, right? Then the other person you're going to have on your staff is your VA. I think everybody in America needs a VA. American grind culture is designed to strip you of your mental health, okay? Between, this is the average people. You got your job, you got your spouse, you got pickups and drop-offs, you got the kids, you got a soccer practice, you got the gym, you got church, you got, if you, God forbid, you got a hobby. You need a VA to handle your life. You are a business. I'm not a businessman. I'm a businessman, right? Huh. That's what Unc said, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you need a VA anyway. <laughs> You're a VA. Yo, how you call a whole Unc? I can't marry him. So he my uncle. <laughs> First choice is to marry him, but oh, beehive will come and kill me. <laughs> I don't want to die. <laughs> he can be my uncle. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> okay, so. Oh, man. Your VA will help with your life as well as to help keep your paperwork ready, keep everything in order on the administrative side of your rehab. I would suggest for those of you who haven't done a rehab yet, start working with a VA now to help manage your day-to-day -day life. There are so many things that you are doing that you should not be doing. Some of you go to work every day. You're making 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, $100 an hour at your job and you go home and do $5 an hour jobs. Scheduling appointments, right? Like actually my son needs to start in the July soccer. I need to remind my VA, hey, because they, they wouldn't let us RSVP in May. They said we can do it in June. I meant to remind her today. She probably already did it, to be honest with you. The VA stands for what? Virtual assistant. Okay. I'm actually, if you guys are in Philly, I'm teaching a class on tomorrow in person at our headquarters. We have a physical building. Our headquarters, Better Than Success Building. I'm teaching a class how to hire and manage your VA tomorrow. Go to betterthansuccess.com forward slash your VA.
okay, if you want to get access to that class, okay? I think the reason why I'm kind of dwelling on this is because this is key to you guys achieving your goals. You are burnt out after doing American life. Every day, you're tired, you go home, you're burnt out. And at the end of the day, you need to have energy so you can build wealth. Okay? Does that, do you think that applies for all types of management? Yes. I think every American needs a VA. American culture, like the way they design this, is meant to keep you in the matrix, sleep. 100%. And I'm not even trying to be on some woke stuff. Like, I'm not. I'm, I don't even do the politics or none of that. Like, I'm not. Mm. But I just named off random things that is ridiculous. How can you? How can you be mentally healthy? If let's just say you don't have no kids, you got work eight hours a day. The commute is crazy. Okay, let's tack on another three hours. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's eleven hours. You go to the gym two hours, right? Because you know. Yeah, gym is t- it somehow is two hours. It's somehow You're the only two, even though the workout that, yeah. is an hour, <laughs> it's still, it's still, it's still two, two hours. hours okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some true. kind of way. Yeah. Then you gotta eat. Then you gotta boo. Is there time to do anything else? God forbid you got a hobby and you go to church. God forbid you got, you don't got kids. God forbid you got a niece. Oh, most of y'all love this travel. Y'all love traveling, right? Like, <laughs> you want to have your little weekend excursions. You're pooped after all of that. Yeah. American culture is designed to strip you. It just really is. You need a VA. Now you got to, like, make doctor's appointments and handle, like, your day-to-day stuff. Mm-hmm. Every time I turn around, I got to handle something administrative. Yeah. You need a VA. You do. You shouldn't be doing a $5 an hour task. Period. Somebody just said they hired some VA, mm. all that. Don't do $5 an hour tasks. You working? Why? Why are you doing $5 an hour tasks? What's $5 an hour task? Scheduling appointments. Okay. <laughs> um, Even like, uh, another example I give is like, unless you truly love it, you should not be going to the grocery store. I don't go to the grocery store. I, I use, you can have it delivered. Yeah, 100%. Every time I go in the grocery store, there's a million yeah. people in there. Why are y'all here? Yeah, I don't go to the grocery store. Do you Why? save money doing it that way, though? Yeah, but you're. are you really saving money? Well, you're I'm, not. I'm saying. Because you got to spend gas to get there. No, I, I get it. You don't got to break it down to me. Uh-oh. I get it. I'm saying, like, what's how much more are you spending to have it delivered? I'll say probably like 34. They do some type of way of having some extra Like 30 bucks? 30, 30, 40 bucks. bucks. That's not terrible. I'm cool with that. So for in exchange for time. Yeah, I got deliveries coming tomorrow morning in my house. Yeah. I mean, that seems... I got a meal prep. Right. So, um, really, honestly, a lot of the the phone calls and the paperwork, paying, like, bills and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. like, I don't handle that. $5. Any administrative thing that you can think of that you do in your life, you should not be doing it. There's no reason for you to be doing it. Unless it's something that's super duper private. What's the budget for something like that? How much did you allocate for that kind of stuff? Um, if you're if you're just doing this on a personal, you probably could get away with five hours, ten hours a week. A good VA. I'm actually about to roll out a VA staffing agency. I was hoping oh, really? everything yeah. I was hoping to have everything ready for my class tomorrow, but it's not quite ready. So stay tuned. I'm going to probably post it on my Instagram page, probably on my YouTube page, too, as well, as soon as we're ready. But anywhere from $7, 9 $10 an hour. Wow. <clears throat> That's actually pretty affordable. 
I don't care if you put it on camera or I'm on the phone, too. No, bro, now I said that. I should never said that because now. <laughs> no, like, because I just saw me on camera and I wasn't even paying attention to Yeah, that because I, I figured you were going to answer. This is me switching camera is a sense. I have to know when somebody's going to talk. Nigga. So Look, you just said something all, and it was on you, of, wasn't it? I'm not? doing $5 an hour task right now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Let me do my $5 okay. hour task in peace. I stayed off the phone for 20 minutes. That's okay. It. All right. Um, I like that. $5 hour task. Mm-hmm. They do suck. But I agree with that. The grocery stores, did, I hate the grocery store. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why the hell am I here? Mm-hmm. Like, I go sometimes to have fun with my son. Because we be having a blast. I be pushing him in the car. And just like exposing. <laughs> but the, the people at the grocery store be like, I love when you guys come in. But, you know. But other than that, like, nah, I get groceries get delivered. Yeah. Every Target gets delivered. That's like probably one of the biggest savers. Because when you go to Target, they got, they got... They use human psychology to get you to spend a trillion more dollars walking through that place. <laughs> so if you can avoid going in there, like you're saving. Target is ridiculous on certain days. Oh, my God. You be just throwing everything in the cart. Lines be through the roof. Last time I went to Target the other day, I had to get some, some stuff. I'm like, damn, I hate this place some days. It's a mess. I mm-hmm. wish I could have Uber Eats it and bring it to me. I like Target, but... I like Target, too, but I don't want to be there all day. I feel like I'm there for like an hour and some mm-hmm. change. It's so like, you get your time back, mm-hmm. and you avoid the traps that they set. Right, yeah. Order that stuff. Yeah, they definitely get you in the Matrix. You go in there for one thing, you come out with 20. They be placing the toys, too. I have my son with me. They be placing the toys yeah, all. Yeah, I can't go with Baby spots. Boss. Baby Boss, she just go crazy. <laughs> oh, so I, oh, my God. Why am I here with you? Like, they just want to go and just, I need this. Like, you got 18,000 things you don't even play with right now. Yeah. <laughs> God bless the trap. Okay, this was good. People asking about your, your course. It's not virtual, right? For what? The, the, the one you said to The VA, the VA course. No, it's not virtual. It's in person. Sorry, y'all. Oh, it's in person. Ooh, yeah. Where, where is it at? at? At our headquarters in Philly, 2930 Jasper Street, Unit 103, Philadelphia, PA. Go to betterthansuccess.com forward slash your VA. Mom, if you're still here, can you post a link in the chat, please? But wait a minute. So aren't uh, you doing something virtual, though? I am doing something virtual. Talk uh, about that. I have a class, my contactless construction class. This is where I teach specifically how to do rehabs, like everything I learned through this whole process of rehabbing remotely. And so this is for those of you who live in cities that are expensive, and you're like, hey, I can't invest here. The numbers don't make sense here, but I would love to invest somewhere else. But when am I going to get time off to do that? You don't even need to do it. I can teach you. I bought properties. I have properties that I've never seen. I have this one property that the, the woman just moved out, and I'm kind of slow walking on putting someone in because I want to, I don't know. I, I, can, I know I drove down the block on Google Maps, but I just can't see it. So I want to see it and then go in the property I have quite a few properties that I haven't seen. Probably half my portfolio I have not seen in per- or touched in person. Um, so I'm going to show you how to do that in the class and um, really how to get it popping. Like, at the end of the day, you also, like, working really hard at your job. And when is construction happening? Like, so you guys know you want to do rehabs, and it's like, when is construction happening? Nine to five while you're at your job. I'm going to show you how to do it, and your boss will be none the wiser. Boss might even encourage it. They might even be like... I want to do it too. Um, your so mom said t- she, she was saying she can't post links in the chat. I'm oh, not sure why. Thank you. I don't think they don't let you do it. You can't. You're not allowed to do it. Yeah, only uh, only Tanisha only can. People. Thank I don't you. know if Sorry, Tanisha's mom. on here. So all right. So first uh, of all, 
go to contactlessconstruction.com. Most of you guys aren't in Philly. Go to contactlessconstruction.com and sign up for the class. Yeah, she, I and you she will get access to the class. Okay. Well, we can put the link in the description of yeah, the video. Yeah, we'll put it later. Just um, text it to us, and then we'll just put it in the description and take it from there. But, no, nah, this was good. How long have we been on this for? Uh, I have a question before. Uh, we've been on for about an hour and a half. Okay. Is So, for the people who can't make it to the course, to the or, VA I mean, to the VA class, um, is there, can you, can you use, like, Fiverr for something like that? Dep certain things, yeah, you can you can hire people from Fiverr. But, like, okay. if you want to build a relationship with your VA, you want to have somebody that you use regularly. So, like I said, okay. I, very shortly, within days, I'm going to have my new staffing agency. You guys could inquire Copy. there. I'll, I'll be able to give you the link. You can post. When you guys are watching the replay, you can post that there. I'll be, I'll be sending it out, blasting it out everywhere on socials and all that stuff. So, you don't have to worry about that. It was something else I was going to say, too. I can't remember that fast. Um, yeah, can't remember. Yeah, that's, that's dope. I think I My need to My social VA. media handle, at Nicole Purvy, N-I-C-O-L-E-P-U-R-V-Y. Wait, what is it? N-I-C-O-L-E-P-U-R-V-Y. Is it? I can't see, but that looks like it, yes. And then also, yep, that's it. And then also, at Better Than Success, on all platforms. Um. Well, actually... Nicole Purvey is just Instagram. At Better Than Success is our Instagram and our YouTube. And, um, yeah. Thank you very much, Quail. So, so Nick, hit up my people, um, uh, Better Better Neighbor, um, Better Neighbor Mortgage. They're in Detroit and Michigan. They uh, will help you with financing out there. Shout out to PJ and Will. So, the virtual class... Um, the virtual assistant class is going to be in person in Philly. I'm going to start doing events in Philly again, but I'm also doing events in L.A. as well. I got one coming up in June 21st. I got a different speaker. I can't remember the title, um, but if you all go to my link tree, you'll be able to see it. If you guys live in L.A., that class is in person as well. So I got a lot of stuff going on, but you all should really sign up, like especially for those of you who are really trying to get it popping, sign up for my contactless construction class contactlessconstruction.com. That's a free That's class? That's virtual. It's virtual. It's not free. Okay. It's only $97. Oh, y'all better go spend that today. $97. <laughs> yeah. Y'all better learn $97 to learn about how to run a construction project. Shit. Remotely. Remotely? That's free. Yeah. What you said? They got a job? They can afford it? <laughs> <laughs> you got a job. You can, afford, you can it. afford it, man. Go ahead and do that. My New York class on the 15th and 16th is officially sold out. Uh, yeah, it's done. But that one's only 35 people. I'm, I keep those small. Yeah, I saw you said that you only want to do small stuff. I yeah. ain't mad at that. Yeah. I'm I don't, not. I don't want big, big rooms no more. Uh, tell me what your philosophy is on it. So, so InvestFest, mm -hmm. right? 20,000 people this year. I can't talk to 20,000 people. Mm -hmm. I can probably talk to 100 people throughout that whole event. Maybe. Because it's just too many moving parts. Any stages, like I'm, I'm, I'm speaking this weekend or something, it's probably going to be a thousand people there. Good stage, you know? But I, how many people can I really mm -hmm. talk to? So with these two-day master classes, my thought process is to take them back to school. Like, you're in a classroom. Think about when you was in class. How many students was in your classroom with you? 25? 
a big class was 30, 35. But on average, if you look at the school system, even with my kids, right, their classes are 20 to 30 students. But think about that camaraderie that you have. Like, I remember me being in high school and stuff like that. Like, my people, my peers, I'm with them almost every subject. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I get the build. I get the network. I get the fellowship. Mm-hmm. I get the class clowns. I get everything that mm-hmm. I need. And I get to learn off their experiences, too. So my thought process behind this is like, yo, most people can watch YouTube. They can listen to podcasts. They can take these courses. First of all, people buy courses, and you know this. They don't even complete them, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? 80% of people start and never finish. Mm-hmm. And then they worry about, <laughs> then they complain. <laughs> right? That's the funniest shit. But... Doing a small class, I'm able to now touch every single mm-hmm. person in that class. You feel more effective. I'm super more. I'm okay. su- super effective. It's very efficient. And now they get to have the camaraderie with each other. So, like, even my last class I did in May, they formed their own little alliances mm-hmm. and everything like that. Mm-hmm. They're all tapped in. And now on the virtual stuff, when I see them comment, I know who Nobody they are. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I know who they are. Mm-hmm. That is a wonderful feeling for me. So a lot of times you guys don't realize, like, we as influencers, right, we pour out to you guys, but the pouring back, for those of us who really have it on our spirit, right, everybody that's doing this don't have it on their spirit. The way that you guys can pour back to us is by actually executing and being successful. That's when we feel good. And even connect, like he said, connecting. I'm a connector. When my members connect and form friendships, ooh. Yep. I love that. My whole heart like, be on it, fire. It, it's incredible. <laughs> like that small class, I'm telling you, by day two, I walked in and, and I was there before, you know, we had the setup and everything. And as they coming in, good morning, MG, good morning, good morning. I'm like, damn, I feel like Professor MG in this bitch. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm it's saying? Like, vibe. it's a different vibe. I got my coffee in my hand and I'm like, damn, I'm really feeling like a professor in this bitch. Like, this is crazy. And then just being able to now, if I'm teaching something, somebody can say, yo, Matt, I don't understand that. Because... Mm-hmm. Mostly people don't understand, but it's always that one or two brave people that don't give a fuck that mm-hmm. they're going to always ask a question. And now everybody now starts to chime in because now they feel comfortable. Like, oh, he's taking the time to answer everything as we're going along. So for me, I said, nah, I want to continue to do this. Okay. Like, I want to continue to do small classes once a month, 35 people, boom, boom, boom. And hopefully these people will take this information and go out there and execute. Mm-hmm. And if they don't, look, I did my job. Mm-hmm. What else can I do? And I brought in guest speakers. Like the last one, yo, Nicole, I had eight guest speakers. Not me. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> not me. Said not me. Well, you want to come back in July? Yes. You're going to fly to you going to fly to New York you, in July. You should fly me out. Okay. I would what, what date is it? I guess I'm flying you out. What date is it? I don't know yet. Yeah. I if you I would do it. Mm-hmm. I wish we had a wide camera. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's camera's on you. I know. I, I yeah. We need a wide. Okay. We need a wide shot. Okay. So okay, I guess I'm flying you out next month, and you're gonna come teach some construction. How, how many hours are you gonna teach? However long you wanna teach. Look, we just did a live, and I, we just was talking. Was it two hours? Yeah, uh, it's an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. I ain't even scratch the surface. I could go. I got, you know how many classes I got in the tuck? Like, literally presentations? At least, at least 50. 
I've been doing this a long time. Yo, that's crazy. I got like so much. I got I got shit for days. And so you asked me what what I want. How long? This is like when I did your your white women in real estate thing. Yeah. And you was like, how much you need? Nah, you was like, slides. nah, you was like, yo, <laughs> was that like, that was crazy. You was like, yo, I got one condition, Matt. I ain't gonna be on nobody's panel. <laughs> I'm like, what? Like, no, nah, I ain't been on nobody's panel. I need my own keynote. I said, okay, I need at least an hour. I said, okay. She sent me the slides too, because it's 90 pages. I said, Nicole, this is like fucking five hours of information. <laughs> yeah. I got through it though. Yeah, like I got two hours. It, but still, and it, everybody got value. <laughs> <laughs> the important thing is everybody got value. They did. They did. It was, Don't it, say it. No, no they it did. They I know. Did. I said they did. No, I just needed a better. They did. Okay, they did. <laughs> you, you killed it. Okay? I killed it. That's what you, yes. you killed it. Yes. It was a lot of information. So you, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it first. Those of you who are on my annual pass, Nicole is going to be one of the speakers in July. Yeah, Nicole will be great, actually, because I, I, I learned a lot today. Yeah, Nicole will definitely so. be great. Yeah. Yeah. July. Thank you. Yes. I'm leaving your comments. Yes, <laughs> July. When, what's the July date? It's going to be here in New York. And if you are on, maybe I'll tell a date to my people who, because we got the 10-week curriculum going on right now. So learn this into community tomorrow. We got week four. So maybe I'll, I'll, work, I'll have the dates figured out by time tomorrow night's classes at 7 o'clock. Cool. Contactless construction, guys. Contactlesconstruction.com. <laughs> I just saw a couple <laughs> people ask where the, what the link was. They, it went up there. Yeah. Dot com. Dot com. Yes, thank you. Yeah, I'll see, I'll see, I'll see Dami says she's coming up. She in Philly. All right, any parting words? Because we've been on here for almost two hours now. No, it's, it's, it's actually early. Only an hour and 32 minutes. That's pretty good. That's more than enough information. All right, shout out to Philly. Who's in Philly? Who's going tomorrow? Okay, so any parting words, Nicole? Um, what you got to say? Leave us one one last gem. It's better than having a job. Enough said, enough said. It's better than having a job. Type in chat. It's better than having a job. I like that. I like that. It's better than having a job. Type in chat. And what was the other thing? Uh, Pennywise and Dollar Foolish? Mm-hmm. Here's another saying my dad used to say. Actually, I wrote a book, you guys, um, Anti-Hustle. It's a Christian business book, so, you know, brace yourselves. Um, but I put it in the front of my book. My dad used to say this all the time. Don't trip over dollars to pick up pennies. Yep. Mm. I'm about to tweet all of this right now. Let me, where my Twitter? <laughs> Don't yeah. be penny, what? Pennywise and dollar foolish? And dollar foolish. And what's the other, what's your dad said? Don't trip over dollars to pick up pennies. Mm. Don't People trip do over that every day. Over dollars to pick up pennies. That's gonna be my next caption. Mm-hmm. And I'm not gonna tag you. You gotta tag my dad. No, no, no. It's my saying now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's my saying now. Dad, nobody gets credit but me. <laughs> Type is better than having a job. People saying um, they like our duo. Okay. Yeah. I mean. It's a shame you're all the way. I didn't even. I thought you were closer than no, mm-hmm. Cali. Yeah, I'm gonna start Callie's coming every fine. month. That's why I was. That's why I'm da- totally down. I, I need to start being here and. Um, you're coming here every month. Just on the East Coast. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh. it's for a number of reasons, but I just need I, to be here more. I actually have an office, an event space. Oh really? So, yeah. Well, I, before the how pandemic, many students? 
We got 400 members. How many people can your, your classroom hold? My venue can hold, it's 3,000 square feet. Okay. So if you ever want to do something in Philly. Uh-oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Tokes don't no, like that should. shit. No, no, I actually, I do like that because I'd rather be, I mean, is it branded like with uh It's got my logo on the building, on the front, and then on the Well, I'm saying inside the, inside the classroom. Can we look at it online right now? Yeah, I think I got some pictures. Right, yeah, see, now you're getting a little crazy. See, now, that's, so show that, the now you're getting a little crazy. Well, you want to see. Like, <laughs> I got I to gotta fish around on our website. I can't remember exactly how to get to that to that link. Um, you know what? Herman just had an event. He rented out the space on Saturday. Well, Herman was on Saturday. here, actually. I was, he, he was on here. He, he, he should have. He, they, said, they said it was packed. They said it was overly packed, and uh-huh. security came. <laughs> okay. Really? Yes. Yeah, so he rented the oh, space yeah. out on Saturday. And I don't let people, I don't let everybody rent my space out. So, wait, can we set it up classroom style, tables and chairs? We can do whatever chairs? we want. It's yeah. my so, office So, space. if we do tables and chairs. We just have to rent some tables. I got okay. chairs. Okay, if we do table and chair classroom style, mm-hmm. how many people? Um, You could do probably like, depending on the table, the size of the table, we might do like 100, 200. Yeah, 3,000 square feet is pretty maybe big. Bigger, a lot bigger than... One two, and I ha- I do have some desks already, so you might be able to do like a hundred. So if you do like the long joints, yeah, yeah, yeah. you could probably easily do a hundred. Maybe I'll do it in Jan- July class. We out to Philly, but it's a two day class, and I I like to do them during the week. I like to do them during the week, and I like to do them nine to five. You can do whatever you want to do. Yeah, I think it'd be. How's the lighting in there? Um. For what? For cameras and stuff? Just for photos, you know. Oh, just... for photos is is perfect. Okay. But um, it's not bad. It, it's not bad. I, we'll we'll yeah. talk more about it. Offline. Okay. Cool. That All right. Like Should I bring my two day masterclass to Philly <laughs> next month in July, ladies and gentlemen? Type yes in chat or no. Should I bring the masterclass to July? And I said I didn't want to take this on the road. Philly's close. Lashawn said BTS headquarters is fire. Hey, Lashawn, she's one of our members. Hey, Bo. Uh, miss, she says, MG, while you're on your phone, please make sure my in-person seat with you is secure, please. Well, you miss, <laughs> you need to check your email and use the codes that was emailed to you. If you part of the annual pass, you better use it and, and, and secure your seat because we texted and emailed everybody for the past week. Y'all better respond. What side of Philly, what side of Philly is this on? What part of Philly? That's the part. That's the kicker. So, <laughs> we in... The hood, but it's South gated. Philly or North? What no. your, your Kensington? What do you mean? Is so? Is where's gated. that? I used to live on Center, like Broad and Washington, Center City. That's South. That's like South. It's borderline. Yes, yeah, yeah. borderline yeah, South. Borderline, yeah. yeah so City. it's like in that area so, no, or no? It's in North Philly. It's it's the oh, it's North the, Philly. It's the, the roughest part of the city, but it's gated. It's literally a closed gate. So oh, when okay. you're driving through, you're gonna be scared. But when you get in, you're like, ah. I mean, I, I lived. I mean. South Philly's pretty, you know. You no, know, you ain't never been nothing like just. No, I'm sure North Philly's probably way different. No, no, no. It's just a specific area in North Philly. Oh, it's, it's, like it's that. It's literally the nation. The nation. I don't want to dis- deter y'all from coming. We'll, d- just, <laughs> come. <laughs> just come. Just come. Just come. It's a good time. She I said the nation. Safe. I just keep you. Just keep you safe. Don't worry. Just keep driving. Keep just drive to the place. Is it parking? Yeah, yes, that's parking. that's the parking situation. Yes, it's parking. It's a, it's oh, a, so, we so you said it's gated. What do you mean by that? It's so you, you drive up, it's a gate. You come in, it's a parking lot. Oh, okay. So nobody okay. can just get in. Mm-mm. You got to be buzzed in type shit. No, 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 no. So depending on the time of day, the gate might be open. The gate is open. So like that's not a problem, but it's a whole, it's a big parking lot. Okay. Maybe we're not cool throwing no VIP party or nothing. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm good though. I ain't worried about nothing. Mm-mm. Yeah, Philly love me. 
Yeah, yeah maybe I'll do, do, do the next class in Philly in July. What's How the, many are you doing a class? I'm doing it once a month. Oh, okay, what's the what? Um, availability. I need to do it on a Thursday and a Friday, though. It's my space. When you can't get it. I, it's my space. Yeah, it's not getting space, it. <laughs> yeah, but I need, I need it for all day. I don't want to pay for it either. <laughs> well, that's what we're going to have to talk about. <laughs> I don't, don't want to pay for it my was. flight and hotel if you want me to speak. You could get it for free. Oh, man. See, I need a wide shot. I can't get the handshakes. <laughs> <laughs> hold, on, hold on. Move it up. Hold on. Hold on. Here we go. There we go. <laughs> okay. There you have it. Okay. Yeah, it's my space. I can do whatever I want. Okay. If I want to have a, cl- a a party with clowns, I can do it. <laughs> do whatever I want. Okay. So the next class will be in Philly. Okay, cool. In July. Is there internet there? I'm asking for a reason, though. That's why. No, there is. Is it internet in my office building? Oh, I don't know. I thought it was just a space. I'm thinking about this as like a, just an event space where it's just like, you know. No, it's everything your little heart okay. desires. Cool. That's all. Yeah. Just lighting. I used what? to actually work out of there. Oh, okay. COVID happened and then I just kept it because I actually, my real estate club is not just run by me. I have I have promoted 11 of our successful members. They're our executives. They run our events. So they do events there as well. Okay. Okay. So gotcha. um, shout out to our real estate execs. Julia is a real estate exec. She was on there. She probably tapped out. She lives in Puerto Rico. Julia owned a bunch of real estate in Philly. She's buying a hotel and trying to develop a hotel in Puerto Rico. She moved to Puerto Rico, actually bought another property in Puerto Rico. She's living her best life. And she's mm. one of our executives. So our executives do events at the space in Philly. Okay. And I just I just kept it because I was like, I know I'm, you know, after my son gets older, I know I'm going to circle back around to everything. So. Nice. Cool. So now we have yeah. a, a place we can... We can um, do stuff in Philly. Yeah, okay. And the only thing I do is fly you out and I got to pay for it? In my hotel. <laughs> where you staying at? That's what I'm saying, where you staying The W. Okay. How many days? I don't know yet. Let's, let's, you you got to figure out the dates first. And we'll figure it out. Okay. I'm here for this. I you know, I'm not... I don't trip over dollars to pick up pennies. Huh. Man has put me in so many opportunities. That's a fact. Same here. And I, I'm, you gonna know, be, I, I'm not going to... Don't... Listen, you got to be careful with him. You got to be careful how you speak Why you cut him. her wisdom <laughs> off, son? No, I'm don't sorry. cut her I'm wisdom sorry. off. But just, just, you know... <laughs> just keep it down? Yeah. No, no, no. Keep, keep yeah, his, yeah, his ego, nah, like, Nicole, talk your shit, please. Thank you very much. Talk your shit. No, I'm usually, honestly, like, in this space, right, I'm usually the person that is always putting people in position. Right. And you do it because you want to help people, no matter what, whether they do it, whether they want to be thankful or not, you, right. that's part of your purpose. But you do be a little bit salty when people don't yeah. give you your props, give you your flowers. And so when people do, do it for me, what Matt has done for me, yeah. I want to always make sure I give him his flowers. So like, you know, we talk about a hotel, like, it's not that serious. Like, I'm going to make him pay just because he's rich. <laughs> but. You ever talk about Rolexes? But, like, what are we talking about? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What are we talking about here? A couple dollars? A couple yeah. dollars. I think yeah. it's worth it, though. No, I agree. I agree. I think it's better it's for branding, you know, if you want to have. 
something set up on the side still. You can do that. The original plan that we had. Shit. Speaking of that, I gotta, I gotta give you the what yeah, I want the guy to your, make. I gotta do that. We gotta do this now. Yeah. Shit. All right. By by tomorrow night, I'll have it to you. Okay. But yeah, we could bring the brand in with us. Do all that shit. We lay up in Philly for two days, three days. So can you increase the amount of people that can attend a class from thirty to fifty, maybe? <sighs> I'm just because that the only reason it was that amount of people is because of the space of the of the room you were in. Yeah, I can probably make it. I can, I mean, she said I could fit up to a hundred. Yeah, so I'll show you pictures. You'll see. Yeah, maybe I. I don't know if I want to go to a hundred though. No, fifty, just fifty. That's twenty more people. Fifty is a good number because I want to still. I want to have that intimate feeling. Mm-hmm. Like a hundred people, it becomes like a circus. Yeah. Now. Yeah. It's like. I got to be all day long for 100 people. That's a lot of energy for two days. Yeah. That's a lot of energy to try to make sure everybody is learning. Boom, boom, boom. Now you got to think about the flow of the class. If 100 people got questions, like, you're never going to get through your lessons. Oh, yeah, that's true. You know what I'm it saying? It becomes yeah. a mini conference at it, 100 it, people. Yeah, yeah, it does. It's yeah. too much. Mm-hmm. I think 50, maybe 60 tops is perfect. We can We can get through that and kind of have it more organized. Like, yo, you can't, like, don't ask questions all day. Like, save it for the end of the lesson. And then, like, yo, we got 20 minutes. All right, next lesson, you know? Got to write your questions down. That's what you got to do and then ask them after. And guidelines. Ask one question. Yeah. Facts. Somebody said the chat voted, and they said you got to take the show on the road. The tickets are for sale because ain't nothing free. (laughs) Um, especially if I got to go to Philly and pay for Nicole to fly from Cali to Philly and her, her hotel. And mm-hmm. I got to rent tables and mm-hmm. I got to give y'all breakfast and lunch. Mm-hmm. Oh, hell no. Mm-hmm. Four ninety seven. Mm-hmm. Annual pass members. Y'all pay nine ninety seven. Y'all get to go to any class. I don't. So. What's for lunch, actually, since we're in Philly? <clears throat> Does it change? I was going to say, I got a bomb chef. He catered <clears throat> all my events. He bomb. Oh, He's not that expensive. I don't know if what? he went up, but he bomb. Okay. Bomb. Nicole's a plug. I'm the plug for a lot of stuff. That's my whole purpose in life. He cooked breakfast too? He I just want I want like want. bagels and shit for breakfast. Continental style, like fruits. Oh, he can coffees. do shrimp and grits, whatever you want to do. You mm-hmm. he can do that too. Shrimp and grits, I ain't yo, Nicole. What? <laughs> Ticket Y'all price might have to be nine ninety seven. That's what me, Julia, me and Julia used to we still do. We do it virtually now. We do a con, a, a construction management class and we used to do it at the office in person. The tickets was Two thousand dollars, fifteen hundred, two thousand dollars, and yeah. they would get shrimp and grits for breakfast. They would get like all type of fanciness. Okay. But you know. That like sounds that. pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Well, the next class is in Philadelphia, July something. We don't know the date yet. Probably mid July. I gotta check the uh, the calendar with AB and stuff like that. I think we got something like the eighth and shit like that. Maybe we'll make it the next end week. End of July is best for me. But I, we can end do whatever of, date you want to do. End of July? End of, because my executives, they're doing an event and I told them I would try to come the 29th. But honestly, man... What day is the whatever, 29th? I think it's a Saturday. But you said you want yours on what? Like a Friday and the Saturday. Let's look at this right now. If it's a Friday and a Saturday, the previous week is better. So 20, 27th and 28th? So we a, could do 27th, 28th. That's we a Thursday and a Friday. We can do that. That will make my life Grind, because I can go to their event, your event. Wait, how are we going to do that, though? What do you mean? So if we go to Philly, we're going to have to, so we're going back to New York and then going back in the morning again? No, no, no. The, the, we got D.C. July 8th. 
Oh, so you're thinking and try to do it that same time frame? No, no, we do it at the end of July, 27th and 28th. Well, you thinking where you're going to stay? Is that your question? Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Are we staying there? Or are we yeah, traveling? Yeah, back and forth? yeah, we're staying. Yeah. Oh, okay. We're going to go out there Wednesday. Cool. We'll go out there Wednesday, and then we'll probably and we and we. Nah, I'm not staying on Sunday. Well, you gonna drive back Saturday night after class? No, my class is gonna be on Thursday oh, and Friday. Oh, Friday. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll drive back Saturday. We do Thursday and Friday, and then we get the hell out of Dodge probably like Friday night or Saturday morning. Depends on what the vibes is in Philly that night. Yeah. It's two hours away. No, that's what I was saying. I don't know if you. <clears throat> no, I'm not driving back and forth. No, hell no. Okay. We just get we 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 go there to 26. We tell Will to come, that way we have more more production, and we do the class the 27th and 28th, and we probably leave, I probably don't want to leave that night, because it's Friday night, rush hour and shit like that, might as well just chill, and then come back to New York on the 29th. And I don't think I got nothing going on that weekend either. So you know what, let me block this shit out right now. That's the dates. That's exciting. Philly. <laughs> two-day master class. Oh, I'm going to bring out the fucking who's who of Philly real estate. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I'm going to help you curate it. I'm going to help you, please. These <laughs> people be out here wilding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. It's, in, it's in the books. We in Philly that weekend. Yep, July 27th and 28th, uh, Learning Center folks, people who are in the class tomorrow, you will have first opportunity to get your tickets. There will be security at the doors too, so you need a ticket to get in. Don't think you're just going to run up on better than success and get in this class. Mm -mm. It's not happening. Mm -mm. Okay? And um, yeah, this is, how, this is how you run the play live. No, it's execution though, mm -hmm. right? Fuck it. We're gonna we're gonna talk about it. Or we're gonna do it. Yeah. Why well, sit here and talk? That's how you gotta operate though. You really just gotta go do out it. here. You take the information. You said you got spot. I completely forgot about that. You was like you want to teach at the next class. Okay, cool. You said you gotta fly me out. Okay, no problem. I was gonna just fly you to New York and do the class here. But you say no. I got the whole space. Oh. We can do it in Philly. That's right down the block. Yeah. Cool. No problem. I'm not paying so for your space. Win-win situation. I said, I'm not paying for your space. She said, no, you're going to pay for me to get there. And that's the deal. Okay, deal. Handshake. Okay, great. Mom put it in the chat already, so it's official, July 27th, 28th. Yeah. And I'm going to hit my manager right now and tell him, block out these dates. I'm in Philly. It is, but it's gated. Don't worry. You'll be all right. It's really that. It's like that, huh? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, wow. Is is Meek from that area? Mm -mm. He from I think he's from North Philly, but different part of North Philly. Cool. <laughs> the <laughs> the less dang, the dangerous but less dangerous part. Anybody that we know any any fa any famous people famous from people from that part? Yeah. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, Petey Crat. Petey who? Oh man, you so young. You Pete? don't know who Petey Crack is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who that is. From State Property. State prop like uh rap group rap group yeah how long ago was that that's what I said you this guy is so fucking young see this <laughs> like, this I don't know how long ago was that um that was like early two thousands why do I feel like I know State Property you did they come out with a movie single yeah they had a movie yeah, yeah okay so it was a rap group I mean it was it was a collective right 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 of people 
I ain't that I ain't that young, bro. You just didn't know who Pity Crack was. She said State Property. I'm thinking about the movie. The little bootleg movie they put together, no? But that was, was, was he don't know what yeah, it's oh, okay. okay. Just it's the fact okay. that you just said that so it's so okay, shit. Oh, hey. It's all right, Tokes. <laughs> Look, it's, it's okay not to be you're young, is that we're old. No, 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 no. Fuck that. <laughs> he's young. He always trying to play my, my youth. Nah, he's a fucking nephew over here. Like he he don't mean okay, no shit. Unk. <laughs> like, over here, nephew and shit. That's nephew talk you just said. It sounds like it sounds like jealousy right now. I get it, man. I feel, <laughs> no, I feel, I feel how you. can I be jealous of somebody who don't, who don't even know State Property was a group? <laughs> that means you are deprived. You missed out I a whole you, era of great music. They had a State Property reunion at the Roots. Uh, I know that it, shit was, it was fire. It was fire. It, it was, was fire. It was a yeah, good time. Yeah, no, it was definitely fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely fire. Damn, Tooks. It was a good time. Oh, man. Damn, Tooks. Okay, Tooks, <laughs> Tooks is... Kathleen said, Tooks lying. You can't not know who they are. Nah, I ain't... Yeah, nah, definitely. Um, definitely. I know Beanie Siegel, though. Come on. Come on. I mean, I don't know State Property, though. It's all right. I know Dipset. <laughs> <laughs> the look on your face when you said that. <laughs> oh, man. It's all right. It's all good. It's all right. It's all right. We're going to educate you. <laughs> oh, you got a long ride to Philly. He's going to play the <laughs> property. Oh, he will. He will. I am. Yeah. I'm going to play he all will. the fucking shit. And then he's going to want to reel with the, with the songs, too. <laughs> I am. Yep. Yeah, exactly. That's fact, exactly what's going to happen. I'm definitely going to want to reel, and I'm going to say you got to yep. play fucking and put the yep, song on it. Yep. state property on that yeah. shit, you too. You know what we do is wrong. I know that song. State yeah. property. That's state property? Yeah. That's freeway. That's freeway. It's freeway, or when you say state property, what is he was in a group. Like remember how Wu Tang was like a whole bunch of different people, but one group. I know Wu Tang, but you're not telling me I'm lying about that. Everybody know Wu Tang. I can't. You barely know Wu Tang. I know Wu Tang. Name one Wu Tang song. Um, no. eh, cream, <laughs> eh, cream, cream. You had to think about that too long. Cream, you're right. Okay, okay. that's one. I can name another one too, probably. Uh, protect your neck. Okay, I know some. I know some Wu Tang. Don't play with me. Be quiet now. Look at him. Somebody said <laughs> what they put zombies equal Kensington. It is. Jeez. It is. Nicole, why are you in the zombie land? Um. I, because we grew so fast mm-hmm. that our previous office literally kicked us out. And we didn't even do nothing wrong. They just didn't like a whole bunch of black people coming together, learning real estate. Mm. The woman sent me a four-paragraph email explaining why she didn't want us to have our events no more and didn't say nothing in the email. Like, we're just not comfortable anymore. Comfortable with what? Like, yeah. we're not doing anything. So I didn't, I, I didn't know. And there was no precedent for anything at the time like what we were, what we are, right? So it was like, I don't know what to do. And so the space came up. It was not that far from my other office space. And they just built a building. I was the first tenant. And I was just like, basically, I had I, they built out the space for me. Mm. Like, did what I wanted them to do because it wasn't even done. And so one of our members, he's a he is a broker. He let us just go to his office. He gave me his keys. He I just met him. He had just became a member and just gave me his keys and was like, you can do it here until your new space is ready. And you've been there ever since? And I've been at the new space ever since. How long you had that space for now? 2017. 2017. Mm-hmm. Six years. We went from a 400-square-foot space. We literally was packed. Like, it was packed. 
Just imagine if you trying to get four hundred people, get a bunch of people into a four hundred square foot space. Yeah, that's that's too small. It was packed, yeah. and then they was just like, nah. So there in the email, they was like, we're uncomfortable, or you can give us one hundred and fifty dollars every time you want to do. It. Are y'all uncomfortable, or you just want, or you just see money? Like, <laughs> I already have an office in there, but every time you want to do the meetings, we want one hundred and fifty dollars. Mm. So I was just like, whatever. I did. I replied. I said, okay. That was it. Period. <laughs> Send. And then we just yeah. never did another meeting there. And then we got the the office space. It was just like a hookup of a hook, like someone knew someone right. who knew someone. Yeah. And then I was just like, this is such a blessing because everybody was just so hungry for the information and what we were doing, and we couldn't. It was just it was just amazing. And so I was just like, this is what we're gonna do. And everybody showed up. They show up. They keep showing up. They keep showing up. Even when we went virtual, they keep showing up. They keep showing up. Which we didn't even talk about my systems, how I make it dummy proof for people to learn real estate, but it's okay. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll be we'll be in the zombie land on the twenty what we say, the twenty seventh? Twenty seventh and twenty eighth. Twenty seventh is that the dates? Yes. Twenty yeah. seventh and twenty eighth. We will be there. July. July. Right? Yep. yep. July. Cool, cool. All right, there you have it, uh, folks um, who are part of the 10-week course. Tomorrow, I'll give you guys a link so you can purchase. You'll get first dibs. Um, all you guys, I won't, the general public, if you're not part of the Learning Center, then honestly, you're probably going to miss out um, because they're activated. The annual pass people are hitting me up every day. They want to come. So join the Learning Center so you can be a part of everything that we're doing. All right, any, no, no, no more gems? Contactlistconstruction.com. <laughs> there you have it. <laughs> Tooks, last gems? Um, nah. I think this J Javonta Duncan going to get blocked. He said, wait, Wu-Tang was a serious thing. <laughs> I wasn't even I thought it, I thought it was nah, just a joking. skit off the Chappelle show. <laughs> Come on, Javonta, you going to get blocked, player. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's, he's joking around. Somebody said, have me name five members. Oh, Come on. Come What'd on. What did they say? <laughs> have two name five members of Wu-Tang oh. <laughs> um, how, can, how can we get your books Matt uh, go to mgbookstore.com to get books to join the learning center and MG... you know, YouTube is right below you got your store below it is uh huh he, he, got, he got products right below right yeah below but I video. think uh, what's the name uh, I don't uh, know if that's, oh, that's not, not said by me though not when, it's, well, not when it's live I don't think it is it Normally is. on videos, it, I, I know it definitely is. I'm, For videos, yeah, but yeah, I have, that's not. Okay, sorry. It's not me. <laughs> yeah, I know. Styles by P, she said, laughing out loud, MG community going to ask for you to bring the show on the road now. I know. I don't know why the hell I agreed to this one, but fuck it. That was a the plan. They're going to be like, we want you to bring it on the road with Nicole. Mm. Wow. <laughs> that's what they're going to say. But Nicole's going to want to get paid to go on the road. Nicole's definitely going to want to But that's what they're going to say. Go ahead and tell them, y'all. <laughs> you got him stumped. Okay, I'm at a loss for words. Yeah. <laughs> Someone says, she's fine. Something about those women from Philly. Amen. Thank you. <laughs> she put on an extra smile for him too. <laughs> you saw that? Thank oh you, man! Thank All right, you. we gotta get the hell out of here for these guys be sliding in the cold DMs right now. Bring the class to shot. I'll pay for the space. 
Nah, you gotta pay. Speak to my manager. <laughs> oh man. Hit up Ab. Now you talking about booking me? That's not. That's more than the space. Amen. That's different. Um. Yeah. Uh, hey, Mattos, I'm going to watch the replay, but I just wanted to stop by to show you some love. Working on that extra stream of income. Love you guys. Replay at 12 a.m. Shout out to you. Word. Shout out to Lil Bit 203. Lil Bit. Lil Bit. <laughs> All right. We out of here. Smash the like button. Go follow Nicole. Follow Tooks. Follow MG. Join the Learning Center. Contact. ContactlessConstruction.com. ContactlessConstruction.com. Sign up. We'll see you in Philly, July 27th, July 20th. That's really crazy how we just really came up with this shit on the spot. That's how everything goes, though, bro. It's literally how you said it. When you want to do something, you mm -hmm. talk about it, you plan it out, execute it. Don't think about it. Just like, well, you have to think about it. But if you really want to do it, just do it. That's it. Tooks is learning. No, that's how, <laughs> that's how what do you mean i'm learning Tooks is learning yes nigga execute yeah execute execution is my um, secret to success that's a fact all right let's go we out of here go buy the books go buy the books go get the books go get the books go to mgbookstore.com right now join our learning center and go to investfest.com and get your tickets for investfest the biggest financial festival in the world nicole I'll be, be there. I'll be on stage. Yes, and she wants to charge me. But I'll put her on a 20,000 person stage, y'all. Yeah, hear this shit? Year oh, last yeah. year, 14,000. Not many people have done it twice. Like, not many people have done it twice. Okay? We're going to have to work something out here. <laughs> All right, y'all. Peace. Yo. <laughs>